All right, let's get this shit. Hey, whoa. Whoa, look at all the people in the room. Holy cow, what the hell's going on? How you doing, guys? Let me get this organized here. Look at the organization. That looks almost right. How's the audio now? Better than yesterday? <clears throat> I do apologize in advance for that. Um, I was on vacation in Oregon. And you say, Cappy, why would you go to Oregon for a vacation? I, I personally wouldn't. I don't recommend any of you do either. Uh, that being said, there are some beautiful parts of Oregon more in the, the center in the, the uh, <clears throat> what's that called? East. That's the opposite of West, the east side of the state. But I had a buddy up there. And uh, he kind of sounds like Ralph Cramden. I believe it wasn't Ralph. Hey, buddy boy, what's going on? Uh -huh. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Very incredibly intelligent man, though, is uh, the voice. And uh, hey, why don't you come on up? And I did. And uh, the, the GF, she finished tax season. Chad finished tax season. And I, I have, I've learned something from my vacation. I'm not of everybody's kind. I'm not of your kind. I'm not of your kind. I'm not of your kind. I've evolved either through genetics or epigenetics or the environment. A very rapid evolution in one generation, one human being. I cannot do vacations. I, I can do vacations. I can do. Let's go to Moab and hike. Canyonlands. Let's go more motorcycle ride and do an activity. Uh, but I can't do this. The vacation where it's purposely dedicated to do nothing but relax. And that it wasn't torture, but it was challenging. Not even difficult, just challenging. And whereas I could appreciate, you know, yeah, I I, I take days off. Like I take a Sabbath. I think that's all any guy really needs. Any real man worth his salt, as far as I'm concerned, and just self-declared as my opinion as law. I think it, you only need a Sabbath one day, one day to sit and kind of all right. Let's just relax and chill out. Because I don't know what you do. I don't know. What you, I know. I know. If, if we were to pull Chad on here, he would say, "Dude, I busted my ass off. It was miserable." And and there, no doubt about it. Bio, uh, biologically, biophysiologically. I'm sure if we were to study CPAs and accountants um, and other people with busy season, my buddy, I won't say what he does, but he was very busy, physically and mentally busy. It's the nature of his job. I guarantee you, if we were to go and do, you know, hook him up to all kinds of electrodes and take blood samples and, and charts and graphs and everything, you would find there is a... Uh, there is stress. Cortisol, I'm sure, would be one of them. And that you would therefore need to biophysiologically sit down and do nothing. For weeks, especially in Chad's case, absolutely. My buddy's case and the GF's case, too. So I wasn't, I wasn't arguing. It's just that I happened to be tagged along and put into this environment. And, um, and I, there was a little bit of hope I would have that if it was going to be sunny, then I could go hiking. Nope, nope. Standard Pacific Northwest. Like, hey, do you like rain? Not particularly. No. Well, too bad. We're gonna shove it up your ass and fall over your head. <clears throat> and so there was a lot of sitting. There was um, you guys saw how I kind of broke out and I had to like take my new laptop with its crappy. I didn't even I didn't even break. Look, look how well intended I was. I didn't even bring any recording equipment. I just brought a laptop so I could work on the plane. It was the best stuff. 
if you ever want to go back to 1982, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. So I, I was, oh yeah, I'm just going to sit and do nothing. <clears throat> and, uh, and I did. And I think I lasted three of the four and a half days before I had to do some kind of work. And um, just couldn't do it. Just can't do it. And I think there's some people, certainly some of you guys out there. You got to recognize that about you. I I did a whole day. Now, interestingly enough, I did a whole day of just window shopping with the girls because my buddy was working rainy day and we just walked around this particular town window. I That was kind of calming and relaxing. I didn't mind that too much. Going into trinket stores and bobble shops. Had copious amounts of coffee. Missed my drinking days back then. I'm like, this would be a great day to drink. That's another thing. You get pit, you, 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 in the old and in the good days, you could always be like, well, there's nothing to do when it's raining. What a perfect day to go bar hopping. What a great day to sit in a, a, a dingy, divey, windowless bar and just get hammered, man. Just slowly get in and walk down to the next bar make it a little bit of an adventure get a little bit of exercise i would do that i'd like you know walk or, or bike with the rationale that well i'll get my exercise well it's true i got my exercise <clears throat> make it to the next little hamlet over walking across you know cornfields suburban developments go through this little whatever little uh path that they paint you know paved to get through that then and uh boom there's a liquor store oh cappy's gonna grab himself one of those little bottles you know like a raging alcohol those little bottles let me grab a couple of those and sit on this park bench and look at these ducks and i'm gonna hike back the six miles to home i you could do it there was the time you could do that can you, you could paint that picture in your mind doesn't that sound nice doesn't it sound like you're some idiot blabbermouth on the internet and for some reason, people give you super chats. You you get the super chats into your bank account, right? <clears throat> you wake up, you do the gym thing. You do all your adult responsibilities, right? You're not an accountant. You're not a contributing, respectable member of the community. You're no Chad Elkins. You're a schmuck. <laughs> you, you, you wake up at uh, 7.38. You have your coffee. You get out of the bed at 9.00. On the internet, people give you money. You got this money. You do the gym. You've done all your chores. It's one in the afternoon. It's 75 degrees. It's beautiful out. Occasional cloud. It's not too. It's just a nice little breeze. I'm going to throw on my headphones. I'm not joking. This was my life before I moved out to South Dakota. I'm going to throw on my headphones. I'm going to meander. like Because when I, I had to sell my place in the Twin Cities, while the house was getting built, I was at a at an apartment. Right on the edge of the development at the time. It was right on the edge because right across the street was cornfields. <clears throat> oh, and, and, and white Minnesotans loves paths. Suburbanites love paths. Paths. And I, I enjoyed them too because when I was a cyclist, you could get out and avoid traffic. And I would just like, I wonder where this path goes. Meander around, don't know where you are, looking at all these houses and trying to guess what year they were built. That looked like more of a 2007. Oh, these these houses were here long before. This was part of the original town. 
before the suburbs engulfed it. These were the these were the homesteaders way back in 1976. <clears throat> and just going through here, there was like I'm not kidding. There was like one of those little library mailboxes, you know, grab a book, leave a book type of thing. I stuffed that full of some of my books. <laughs> Get meandering around. Here's a path. This isn't a road. This is a path. Where does it go? <clears throat> Follow it around, little pond, and then there's a liquor store right there. I'm like, God wants me to drink. God wants me to sit on that park bench and look at the ducks. Listen to Better Bachelor or whatever else, meandering my way back. Get home, 334. God, what do I do? Oh, stop at the bar on the way back. Just get it. Probably was probably very. No wonder I probably those. That's where my relaxing comes in. And fire up the video games. What a what a life. No, <clears throat> forgot where I was going with that. But uh, yeah. So oh, but it was it was like one of those days. We were just meandering through this town and looking and all that. And then you knew. I knew. I knew. Again, I. I have a pretty easy, cushy life. I'll, I'll admit that right off the bat. <clears throat> the GF needed to rest, and she needed girl time. And that meant we were just going to be doing a lot of wine wineries, which I knew was there, which I don't hate them. But there I was. I'm like, oh, the most 40-something couples thing ever to do with other 40-something couples. <laughs> the wineries. Here we are. <laughs> Tried to avoid this. How did I get... It was faded. The one thing I could choose my career, I could choose my major, I could choose my activities, I could choose how to spend my minutes of time. <clears throat> Ultimate, the one of the most agency full people you know. One of the I am going to choose agency. I'm going to choose choice. I am an individual. I I yelled forth into the universe. I am an individual. I have sent. Oh, guess what, buddy? You're still going to that wine, right? Oh, there is some fate involved. I was helpless. Helpless. <clears throat> and uh, it was nice, though. I was like, okay, relaxing. And I think it lasts it lasts 36 hours. And then you're like, okay, what are we going to do? <laughs> uh, we, we checked out all the trinket stores and bobble shops. We tried all the cafe espresso joints. What the several one? What are we going to do now, guys? Like, oh, let's watch some TV. Oh. <laughs> and just so you know, keep in mind, I'm not saying these are wrong. I just, this is, this is, it's not me. And, and I learned a lot about myself. Like, I got 36 hours to sit on my ass. And then, then it starts to itch. And then you get up. Oh, no gym. Like, my gym membership, there was no gym anywhere near where I, like, the closest gym I think was, like, 35 miles away and it was no you're just gonna sit and i i did i i mind over man like well we're not gonna go anywhere i guess might as well sit and relax and enjoy went on a little road trip <clears throat> went to a town over on the coast took a picture posted on the instagram for one, I'm not giving the finger because you know, I looked all Oregonian. I had like this very poofy, earthy tone sweatshirt, sweater, sweater, not sweatshirt, sweater. 
and I looked like this very accomplished. I look like a, a man whose whose last child finally left the house, and you see a little bit of you know happiness, accomplishment, but beleaguerness, and uh, but but proud and happy. Oh, now I go into the sunset stage of my life. <clears throat> Soon it will be a baby boomer drug commercial. Flonase. I'm a Puma Habazak. Hey, you got limp dick. Is your boomer wife? And they always get the hot boomer wife, you know? Like she's still thin. She's got the long gray hair. And as I mentioned before, there's always white sheets flowing in the wind, and you're always on a beach, and everyone's smiling and slow motion running. Hey, there's your token black couple over there. Hey, Jerome, what's up? Hey, what's a slightly older name? Than me, Steve. How's it going? Zingmomorph, you'll get laid in your 70s. That's what I was like. Oh, you could see that. That's coming over the horizon. That's going to be me pretty soon. And I got, <clears throat> as you guys notice, I got a short haircut. I had a short haircut for a while. GF likes to cut my hair. God bless her. She does a good job. But then there's these guys. You see them on the internets. And my buddies like this. They're in their 40s, too, but they got that long skater cut hair still. They got that uh, world's most interesting man bordering a mullet level of hair. I tried growing my hair back long, and it it came back all right. It was a little wiry. I don't know. Maybe got to treat it or something. But I I just like, man, I want to look like that guy. There was. Where was that? <clears throat> Where was that? Was that in Vegas? Yes, it was in Vegas. I know where it was. It was a coffee cafe. So I go into this coffee cafe to get coffee naturally. And an astonishingly handsome man, elderly, walks in with the woman. And he was so put together. No homo. He was so put together. It, it, it's like watching a Ferrari go by or a classic Mustang. I didn't even notice the girl. And this guy, he had to be in his early 60s, but he was tall. He was in good shape. Silver mane of hair. Just a chip, just a handsome face. And then he took, but I saw his girl there. And he he went to the bathroom and she got the she got the drinks and whatever. And we're now waiting at the end of the place where the the people with their master's degree in the liberal arts give us our coffee inevitably. And we tip them a buck. Here you go. That'll help with your seventy thousand dollars in student loans. I know you're just gonna vote to tax it from me. Here you go, you parasite. <clears throat> you know everything. You have a master's degree. More cream in that, please. Thank you very much. So we're at the end. And I asked, I said, dang, your boyfriend is good looking. I said, is he a model or what was he an athlete or something? She was a yeah, he was a model, and yes, he is exceptionally good looking. Uh, but he's not my boyfriend. I say, oh, she's like, yeah, but we used to date and kind of perked my, my ears up a little bit more. And I'm, then I paid attention and oh my God, classic alpha widow. He, he, he was visiting and, uh, I'm looking at this gal and, and now I'm analyzing her and she at one time, yeah. She's probably a nine or a 10. Absolutely. And for an older woman, very attractive. But he was, I think, about 15 years older than her. 
So best I could piece it together, he was in his 30s, maybe 40s. She was in her prime in her 20s. They had a thing. And now 20 years later, he looks, he looked exquisite. I'm like, you go, buddy. You go. Remind them all, Kirby Puckett. Remind them all. And he came back to visit. And there she was. And she's just like, yeah, well, it didn't work out. Which which indicated to me, like, I kind of confirmed it. Like, I'm not going to tell someone I just met at the end where the master's degree people in the social sciences give us our coffee with the cream in it for an extra dollar tip. Yeah, I don't tell people I meet there randomly about my dating past. And you could just see it. You could just see it. But that guy, that guy, I'm like, I'm on. I want to look like him when I'm older. Holy cow, I hope I, in 20 years' time, 15 years' time, tomorrow. Like, dang. I mean, it was it was nice to see a goal, you know, because I'm pretty awesome already. I mean, not a lot of places to improve. And I saw someone better than me. It's rare. It happens. It's like, whoa, that guy's even handsome. That guy's even prettier than me, by God. How did, man, I wish I could. I, I don't know. I got to really cut back on the carbs then to get that. Look at that, look at that guy. <clears throat> so that was that was that but yeah it's uh hey man some of that stuff is going to happen no matter what <laughs> my buddy he was I, I can't tell you what he does but he's very busy it was very interesting to watch how people spent their free time not necessarily doing nothing it would all fall under the category of doing nothing but this was a do nothing vacation but i guess his wife said he had the greatest time ever i'm like he didn't do anything he had some beers. He had some whiskey. We just bummed around. And I was like, you know what? It was probably more akin to back when I was in college, working full-time, going to school full-time. And I'd have one of those precious nights off and a party was going on. Or I'd have like two days off. And I could bike one day, get hammered that night, play video games, sleep and bike some more. Or go ballroom dancing or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. That makes sense. I'm I'm the I'm mentally divergent. I'm the one that's off. I'm the freak. But uh, and it was good. It was like watching. It's like oh, this is what they want to do. People rest apparently. I guess. But boy, did I learn! Like there's there's no there's no. Unless I'm gonna go. To a place that is a purposely dedicated like. Buddhist monk temple to sit and do nothing for like to just sit to really just chill meditate as TFM would would indicate the well let's go and hang out by the pool and we'll lounge around and be degenerate slothful pieces of shit like I could do it for 36 hours I got 36 hours I make a movie 36 hours another 36 hours at the 35 49 minute mark. There's Cappy getting all antsy. <clears throat> At the 36 zero, zero minute zero zero second zero zero one one millisecond into the 36th hour. Bam! Off working, doing something. So that's about it. <clears throat> all right. Well, I got what's going on here. Uh. Uh, 
scrolling nonstop Dre, two bucks. The great one says you just take selfies and tweet in the gym. No, no, that is that is not what I do. As you guys have seen, I actually have physical. I take the occasional picture because I'm proud. I'm like, yeah, look at this. I don't take pictures all the time myself at the gym. Um, you also want to compare like, okay, when I didn't go full time, what does it look like now? And I do tweet at the gym. It's called work. I'd answer my emails at the gym. I got my phony phone. It's called double dipping. That's how I make my money. That's how I got all the free time in the world. At the, you know, because it bunches up. It's like I don't have to answer emails. I go to the gym. Ba -ba -ba. Pick up a, a gallon of milk. Grab a thing of flour. Bunch all my chores together. Peyton Peta, <clears throat> five bucks after hiking, stopping at a winery on the way back. It rounds off the day amazingly. Don't trash it. No, but see, you got the hiking, Peyton. Yeah, no, I I get it. Like people want to sit, and I'm not drinking, so I kind of look and watch people drink. But there was the hike before it. This was get up at eight, have your coffee, lie around in bed for an hour and a half, get up and go downstairs, have more coffee. Maybe debate about getting something to eat, <clears throat> doing up, watch a little television, put together a puzzle. The one activity, let's hop in the car, go to act place X. We go to place X, we come back. Well, let's snack a little bit more. <sighs> I'm all I'm all for it. I just I know I'm I'm like scrat from Ice Age. I need to. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, if you guys are like that, know who you are. Know thine self is all I'm saying. And if you're going to go into one of these things, don't bother people being antsy or anything like that. Let them do the thing. Other normal people got to do their thing. Other people got to rest. But just understand, like, okay, I'm not doing anything. Turn it off if you can. And then just when you go out into the future, I guarantee you Rolo's like this. I guarantee you Rolo can't sit still for 24 hours. I guarantee you he can't. Like the idea of a cruise. Now I know I don't go on no cruise. Unless there's a gym or, or internet access or something. Don't go on no cruise. <clears throat> a prison on the water. Um, Drew, two bucks. I paid down 100 for a collection of coding courses. Good. That's good. Well, why? I presume you're going to take them, right? I don't know why you'd worry about whether or not that, you know. That's better than dropping $800 on a one-month car payment. <clears throat> My truth, five bucks, Cappy. Do you have any strong preferences or suggestions for the 1099ers out there to get great value or cheap catastrophic health insurance? Who you use? I use the uh, catastrophic health insurance, and it depends on your state. It's very heavily dependent on your state to get the affordable health insurance. But what I go through is... um the hell is it golden rule but that's only because it's offered in south dakota it may not be offered in your state but they do six month contracts and i whittled mine down from i think it was 700 dollars a month down uh 290 uh oh, by the way when i was younger and then before obamacare it was like 70 dollars a month because I wasn't paying for all the fat, disgusting, old, slobby American people, not to mention all the single moms who just can't stop spitting out kids. That's where my money goes. That's where your money goes. <clears throat> so I did whittle it down to the, the high 200s. But I don't know if it is. It's state dependent. It really is state dependent. I got everything. We got paid. We got that. Got that. Got that. Oh, <clears throat> so. 
Let me clear this out. Very unprofessional. So, as I mentioned before, I enjoy going to antique stores. And we did a bunch of antiquing. I would say I'm like this pro-antiquing guy. I just like going there for, for like a couple reasons. One, usually you could find some silver. A lot of people. Herman dies. The family of Herman is dumber than shit. <clears throat> they oh, we got this silver. Don't keep it or nothing. And so they go to uh, an antique store. They probably pay the antique store a quarter or a half. I don't know what the what the how they split the proceeds of sales. But Herman, there's Herman's old coin collection. There's like good coins in there, silver. I mean, there might be some actual collectible coins as well. But I'm not really interested in that. So always kind of keep an eye out and you could do the math and you look at, okay, what is the spot price of silver? And then you got to add anywhere between gosh, eight to $10 for the physical premium. And you look up, okay, what is a, a liber standing Liberty quarter got in terms of silver content? You do the math and you can figure out whether or not you're getting a deal. Usually you don't find a deal. Usually you don't, but boy, howdy, did I find it? I, Herman's Herman must have not done the math. Before he died or his wife didn't do the math. Because I found some walking liberty dollars or standing liberty half dollars. I got a good deal. I bought them at spot. Like I did the math. I'm like, this is exactly what they're charging. On, you know, for paper silver. For those of you who don't know, I guess I should explain this. But uh, you could go buy silver on the internet like a stock. You don't get the actual physical stock. You just don't, you don't actually get the physical silver. And the that's one thing if you don't own a stock because if there's like a QSIP number, you could track it. It's That's more like cryptocurrency. There's only a certain amount out there. But because those do bros in finance, the financial geniuses, those investment bankers at Wall Street who never do anything wrong, uh, they will lend out. No different than a bank. Oh, you deposit money at the bank. We're going to lend it out just like SVB. Here you go, small dick, entrepreneur, uh, Silicon Valley douchebag. Here you go. You got your Patagonia sweater. All right, here's your money. Well, it's their money, but we're going to lend it to you anyway. And so what they're worried about on some of these uh, coin or, or precious metal exchanges is, okay, yeah, 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 give us your money. Oh, yeah, here's here's this digital record of you having silver. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in the vault. Don't worry, bro. <clears throat> and they can. They can lend this out. You know, the brokerages or the, I don't know, the metal exchequers, whatever they, they have, I presume, bullion somewhere in safes. And some people in the past have done some calculations as to, all right, what is the current supply? How many how many billions of ounces of silver are out there in the world right now? And how many claims in terms of paper silver, like, oh, silver certificate. Yeah, you own that silver. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all yours. It's just kept here and safe for the hang on. Let me <clears throat> let me look that up. Um silver ounces supply, paper silver. I don't know how we're gonna measure contracts. Um, okay, here you go. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. It's even worse than I thought. This is uh, from nine years ago. I'm sure it's worse now. The paper silver market is 250 times the size of the physical silver market. 
<clears throat> uh, this is nine years ago. David Morgan with silver trading around $20 represents 20 billion market for physical silver. Uh, whereas uh, this physical, the, so the size of the physical silver market is 20 billion, whereas Bloomberg is mentioning 5 trillion. How could such a difference be explained? Well, these 5 trillion represent the entirety of paper silver market, including all paper financial products, certificates, options, ETFs, et cetera, derived from the real physical market and allowing investors to be exposed to silver. That's a very good way to put it. You are exposed to silver. You do not own it. This makes for a 250 to 1 ratio. Oh, my God. I mean, hang on. Let me let me do this. Paper to physical. That's a nine-year-old article. Yeah, this one keeps keeps popping up. Uh, private vaults infographic 2021. Okay, this one might be a little bit. Um, physical comics, silver paper tree, silver inventory. Oh my gosh, what is the ratio? Give me the give me the ratio. It's this infographic. It's advertising. They want you to buy physical silver. Okay, great. That was a bunch of advertising. And you didn't give me the one information. Here we are. Here we are. 243. This came out in 2021. All right. So 240 times. There's 240 times the paper. Then there is the physical. And so what they say is you don't hold it. You don't own it. And so I want to buy physical silver. And uh, that means there's usually a premium. So the spot price or the quoted price on the metals market is around $25, roughly. But to buy a physical thing of silver is around $10 more than that. And someone was telling me that they're running out of junk silver, like the coin dealers came. I know that I bought some silver recently, not too recently. Maybe maybe half a year ago, a year ago, and they couldn't find American Eagles, which is like the standard silver coin in the United States. So I got Canadian maple leaves instead. Like there's a shortage, and I'm looking at the at the well, let's take a look at the price of silver. Like the spot price. Over time, I think it's been going down. Okay, so it's up to 26. Let's go five years. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's slightly gone down. It was as high as 29. It was as low as 19. <clears throat> Currently trading 25. It, I find it interesting that there is no correlation between this paper chart, the paper silver market chart, and the the rumor that I hear. And what I experience when I go to coin dealers, I'm like, hey, you got any silver? No, no. Can I buy some bullion? Oh, we can't find it. You're going to have to wait three weeks. It, really? Anyway, so I go to the, the antique stores, and you can occasionally find it. And more often than not, you can't get a good it's, – it's overpriced. It really is. But this time I found some good silver. Found some good priced silver. And, man, I bought that up. Wasn't much to buy up. 
but uh, it was there. And then the other thing I get, I, I don't really buy a lot. I, I don't like having a lot of crap in my house. This is not me buying Beanie Babies, by the way, by which you could find them in ample supply. And all these baby boomer women, I'm going to buy, uh, what's it called? Beanie Babies. I'll be my retirement. Well, Gertrude, it wasn't. You died and here are your baby Beanie Babies being sold for 25 cents a piece. Uh, the other thing I go for are these small little lighters. They're before the Zippos. They're thin and they're they're wide. And they usually got like an old school logo on them, you know, like Pennzoil. Or uh, if you're lucky, you'll find one that's got a Playboy Playmate on it. Those, I guess, are kind of collectible. But this small, I use them like cigars. They, they, they don't take up a lot of space. <clears throat> and then every once in a while, so there's silver and those, those old lighters. But then it's just kind of like, if I see it, I'll get it. Like, it, there'll be that one thing that jumps out. I don't know what it is. I'll know when I see it kind of thing. Um, maybe it's like an old school uh, supper club stained glass lamp uh, or chandelier that used to belong to an old bar. And I'm like, oh, that would look good over in my place. So maybe there's a piece of art that really stands out. But I, I've gone to, oh, probably scores of antique stores and uh, walk away with nothing the vast majority of that. But, but out of the scores, maybe twice, I'm like, oh, I need that. Perfect example I found. Do you guys remember the old uh, Snoopy piggy banks? It was a clear Snoopy. And you put your coins in them. This one, not broken. Found old school Snoopy pay. I'm like, okay, I need that. Because slowly but surely, like, spare change is starting to show up. Need a place to put that away. So I'm flying that. That's going back to South Dakota. But aside from that, like, all right, silver. Those old school lighters. The occasional small thing that I could use or need or have a place for. I don't get anything out of it. I don't. But what I do get out of it, and it took a while. It wasn't until I was at this antique store over on the west side in Vegas. <clears throat> big one. Big one. Varying. I could tell you all about antiques. There's, there's varying levels. Then you just get to junk shops. Oh, my God. There's one down in Hastings, Minnesota. Atham, look it up. But this, it was a pretty good antique store. Because of its its size. And I found a thing or two here or there. But I like going through these antique stores. Because it's like a museum. And I, I couldn't I couldn't put my finger on it at first. Just like, GF1. Oh, let's go to that. I'm like, all right. All right. Like, yeah, that's kind of neat. And what you realize is like, oh, this is kind of like a museum. This is a museum of America. Just, just your average slice of <clears throat> hometown America. And you kind of see historical pictures and things like that and old especially um in, if you got into the rural you see these old farming tools like oh this is what they use to create the food and grow the food to feed themselves and so you kind of look at it but then in addition to that you've been one you've been to them all you start looking around and you realize this is this was people's lives and these people are long gone, and this is now the husk. This is all the crap they accumulated. Whereas I can understand and appreciate <clears throat> like a farmer's old tools that are obsolete. Okay, maybe we put them up and someone can use it for design. Or um, 
Herman unexpectedly passed away. No one knows the value of his fossil collection or his uh, coins. Let's just go and consign it over at this antique store. You look around, the vast majority of the stuff at an antique store, absolute junk. And once I realized, like, okay, these are this is all this stuff is essentially the husk of dead Americans. And you look at what the husk is and what they valued in life. I'm like, holy God, it's so depressing because it's junk. It's the stupidest crap ever. <clears throat> you get these. And I know as part of the fashion, maybe it was in style at the time. But all this red dyed glass, these green dishes, like that 70s green dishes and stuff. All these clothes and the idea that <clears throat> either these people are still alive today and trying to get rid of stuff and trying to sell it or they, someone passed away. And now the inheritors of this estate are trying to the fact they think they can sell this stuff. I guarantee I'd love it. I'd love it if someone who was an antique dealer ran an antique shop. What percent of the stuff is thrown away? Because for those of you who don't know, now there are some antique stores out there where the owner of the antique store will actually go and buy stuff and then display it at their store. And they usually have a better eye for things that are going to sell. <clears throat> more modernly or more commonly, what it is is the antique store owner, it's more of an antique mall, and they buy a, a large building or rent it. And they have different stalls that individuals can rent out and sell all their crap. And but when you go through, man, you're like you're looking for that one cool thing, that one cool find, something that you would maybe not not valuable either. Not like oh, I found the ten thousand dollar collectible item that no one else found. Usually, people will suss that out. <clears throat> I'm looking for that one cool thing that I I got an 1891 lighter. It's a a bronze lighter where the cap comes off. It's got an old wick with a with a um, a flint on it. You fill it up with whatever uh, butane or, or oil that that lights. And it said it was interesting, like so from Mister Kimura to his friend Mrs. Johnson. You're like, what is Mrs. Johnson, Mister Kimura got going on? <clears throat> but I just thought it was really cool. You know, who was Mr. Makura? Who was Mrs. Johnson? Who were these people? Why did he why did he have this very nice bronze thing etched, etched with their names and nice calligraphy? Why did he do that? Who were these people? He starts getting a little sad and depressed already in the fact, like, wow, <clears throat> this is this is all that's left. All of the knowledge about all these people and all their lives are gone forever. They could have had great epic adventures. They could have walked down the suburbanite paved roads, found a, a pond with ducks with a conveniently located liquor store, grabbed a couple bottles of booze and drank it discreetly so the cops wouldn't see it while you're sitting on a, a park bench. No one, no, what were they? What did he fight in the war? Where were they? Who were they? What happened? All gone, all gone. Which is the 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 base level unavoidable tragedy of life is that it ends. And for the most part, you're not known. <clears throat> you're not remembered. And all you got is these these bits of husk, these bits of shells, these remnants to say something happened here. I'm like, what happened? No one writes it down. No one figures I I know it's not 
an exciting story every person has every day. But you kind of like, huh? And then you look around. And whereas I appreciate the lighter that Mr. Nakamura got Mrs. Johnson or Mrs. Jones or whoever it was. I could appreciate that. I look around and it is so depressing and so sad when you see that the majority of stuff that people own is absolute crap. Like old magazines. Not only did the idiots save all these old magazines, whoever inherited the magazines think people are going to buy these magazines. Blankets, a bunch of kitchen and <clears throat> candle holders and cups and plates. What's really sad is when you start seeing stuff like VHS, DVDs, 80s, like when you start seeing 90s posters, they got, they literally think this 90s posters, someone saved this crappy 90s posters for something. Right, now I did get, <clears throat> I did show you guys that uh, Battle of the Planets lunchbox. That was pretty cool. All right. I found that one out in Spearfish, South Dakota. Atham, look it up. I'm like, okay, that, that's pretty cool. I'm going to keep that. That's displayed on my, my studio in the back. But for every one of those things, there's literally a thousand articles of worthless crap that uh, another man's junk is another man's treasure. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. And if you want some, you want something to do, you want something interesting, I, I cannot recommend this enough, guys. Go walk around to an antique store. It, it's, it's not gay. It's totally cool. It's fun. <clears throat> Look around. You know, maybe you find something or maybe, you know, a lot of kind of an, an irony or a paradox is um, this is very common with coin collecting, but certainly fossil collecting, rock hounding and all that. The, uh, basically, the generation of good rock hounders and fossil hunters and agate hunters and all that, um, they're dead. They're all dead or they're retired. And no one, the, the family, no one wants grandpa's rocks. Look at these stupid rocks. Like, that's a pretty good polished geode over there. And so they go and they sell grandpa's rock collection and fossil collection. And no doubt, there are some phenomenal pieces, some phenomenal pieces. But the tragedy or irony or the paradox is, if you're really a true rock, you know, hounder, you really want to, you go out and find fossils, you want to find your own. You don't want to just buy them off of dead Herman. And so you go there. So there is some cool things. And if I would say, if, if you want to go walk around in a antique mall and you just want some a little bit nice for your house, go, go find like a polished geo that you, you're not going to become a rock hounder. You're not going to go out, but if you want a nice bit of amethyst or something, it, it makes it, it just take a look. Sometimes they got really cool fossils. <clears throat> but aside from these occasional things, like, and you might find some really cool that you enjoy or something from your childhood. All right, go ahead and pick that up. But then look at all the other crap, all the other crap, and realize what that says about Americans in the past. We haven't even gone to Americans of the present. I can't, I don't know what is going to be <clears throat> in the antique stores 50 years from now. But whereas we fondly look back at Americans in the past and the greatest generation and all, and, and certainly some historical value, man, I'm looking at this stuff like, 
I, I think I think they were materialists. Not at all, of course. But you look at this, like, why would you buy all those, all these little knickknack um porcelain uh, 1980s Americana? They were mass produced, and here they are displayed in perfect order. No one's gonna buy that. The people who like were were hoodwinked into buying that on the on the home shopping network are just as dead as the woman who who died and left it over at the antique store. And you think of all the money and time and effort, not to mention storage space. These people impaired their living quarters by filling it with a bunch of crap and stuff that was never looked really nice on the shelves. <clears throat> How many decades did you have this dumb crap? How many decades did, how many, literally, probably hundreds of millions of people, I don't know, overseas, I'm, I'm sure there's anti. How many of you guys just bought a bunch of dumb crap to have it up there and spending time with your kids or giving the money to the grandchildren to go to college yourself or down payment on all this worthless shit? And people still think they're going to sell it for something. And that's why it was real depressing because I, and now it's a paradox. Now it's a quandary. Oh, I haven't been to that antique store. And it's not in a major metro. <clears throat> major metros, they just screw you over because they know they got enough volume. They can pay, charge more, sell less. You get out to some podunk, no name antique store. I know of one. The guy got sharp though. He started selling stuff on the internet, but I got some pretty good things from him. So you go there, like, oh, I might find some cool. Or like, oh, let's just see and walk around, you know, not only your own memory lane, but what the heck did people buy 75 years ago? But then also realize, like, wow, like, this is what people, they obviously valued it in life. They bought it. <clears throat> and where did it get them? What is it? Like, just how much worthless crap people buy. And it's, their, it's their lives. So that was that. That was that. So yeah, it's fun. I'd recommend go to the antique stores. You might, you might find something cool, but just you know, take the time to look. Like oh, look at what all these dead people left behind. It's 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 a tragic criticism of our culture right now. Uh oh, we got. Let's go back to the super chat. Boo, 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 boo. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Campy's health insurance is ARP. Boomer confirmed. Not there yet. Not there yet. Must. Oh, my goodness. Must. Just, just, five. Last summer, I tried to end, but the pistol had a light primer strike. Been getting better slowly, but surely. Recently read your book, The Menu. Thanks. Good. Glad you're here. Watch my video. What else you got to do? <clears throat> go for a run. Go for a hike. Go do something. You know what? Why don't you walk through an antique store and say, I could do better than this. That's what I'd recommend. Uber. Well, we got a lot. What do we got? A lot of, uh, uh, Scandinavians are two bucks. The racist ceramic figurines. Those actually are collectibles. I, if, if we're talking about the same thing, I had a friend who did collect them. They were like, um, well, they're all black and they're kind of like mammy Southern, um, the slavery period. And they're like salt shakers and little little black figurines of people from the 1800s. And so those are <clears throat> deemed racist, but they are collectibles. And they're kind of cute. 
I don't know why some just happens to be black or Hispanic and from the olden days that automatically makes it racist, but I guess people don't like fun. Nonstop trade, two bucks. The the figurines I was talking about, though, it was the opposite. It's just like little pudgy white people. And, and they, you, you guys know, it was like the late 80s, early 90s. It had that red, white, and blue Americana. There'd be hearts and little fences and houses all made out of wood. And then there are this ceramic, like, anyone know? Anyone got, got like grandmas from those days? Nonstop trade, two bucks. Cappy Chris Diamond will be in an antique shop. I don't own any diamonds. I really don't. <clears throat> I have my great uncle's ring, which is, and even that's not all that exciting. It's gold. That's the only bit of gold I, I think. I, it is the only gold I own. Now I think about it. Um, and it's got three sapphires in it. And my my mom had that uh, when she was younger, not when she was older, obviously. And she gave it to me. I didn't know it was a guy's ring because my mom was always wearing it. I'm like, oh, it must be a woman's ring. She's like, oh, no, this is my uncle and your great uncle. I'm like, whoa, cool. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, yeah, don't, don't get rid of that. It's like the only, I think it's about the only heirloom we really have. And I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is kind of a masculine looking ring. Uh, but I do not have any diamonds. I don't understand diamonds. What are you going to do with it? I don't, you can't divide them. You can't melt them. No industrial value to them. I guess there are industrial diamonds. <clears throat> there was an article somewhere about the, the Zoomers and Millennials not buying diamonds because they can't afford it because they voted in to raise so much or to print off so much more money. Uh, well, and then they also bought the jokes of degrees. So I don't know, kids. Did you want a really stupid degree or a house? I want this stupid degree. Okay, here you go. Ah! Well, you got a college degree. You're so smart. More of other people's money. Is that what you went to school for for 19 years? Man, you're intelligent. The truth. The king. Five bucks. I've been pandering the follow dynamic, and I've come to the conclusion that in the next step before the collapse, in vitro will become a human right. Um, <clears throat> well, Isn't it a right now? You can't stop someone from getting in vitro fertilization, right? Or you mean it's going to be an entitlement that we have to pay for? There's a, words have meaning. The left wants to confuse entitlements with rights. <clears throat> rights, basically, you have the freedom to do that thing over there, and no one can stop you, right? So you can, the, the right to smoke pot, okay? Uh, an entitlement would be, I have a right for the taxpayer, somebody else, not me, to pay for my pot. That's the difference. So rights... Uh, if you look at the Bill of Rights or any kind of right, it usually means the government cannot stop you. People cannot stop. You have the right to be here in public. You have the right to marry that person. You have the right. But you got to bear the cost of it. Like, okay, you have you have the right to get married, gay or straight, doesn't matter. But the government is not paying for your wedding. See what I'm saying? So are you saying, now it wouldn't surprise me, women would want, look, they want government paid birth. They want government paid everything. Women do want socialism in general. A fair amount of men want it too. So I, I think what you meant to say is that women will demand an entitlement to in vitro fertilization. Look, they let's you bring up a good point, my truth. Let me ask this philosophical question to the women out there of the leftist variety. In having everything be an entitlement, because 
I would say most of you would be for free government birth control, like ent entitlement birth control. It is paid for by the government. The government pays for <clears throat> your in vitro. You want the government to pay for daycare for your child. You want the government to bail you, pay for your education. You want the government to pay for your insurance. You want the government to give you housing if you can't afford. What do you do? It's a it's an important and an interesting philosophical question. So, so what are you going to do? I'm not talking about what are you going to do to contribute to society. After a while, everything is bought and paid for by the taxpayer. What is your role then in society and within your own life? You're not a mom because you're not raising your child. You're not a homeowner because you don't own your home. It's paid for. You're not... <clears throat> you're not a shopper. I mean, you get to maybe choose. You go to the warehouses of the socialist utopia of the United States, and you, I guess you choose, but you're not paying for it. In other words, if the government keeps doing all these things for you, soon there is no you. You're just this human entity consuming resources. And more tragically, aside from getting physical things like housing, if the government replaces your human interactions with other people, you have no human interact. There's, there's no, you have no life. You're not a mom. You're not a dad. The government takes care of that. <clears throat> you're not a spouse because you're not married to either a man or a woman. You're not a grandfather. You're not a grandmother. You're not an aunt. You're not an uncle. You're, you're an incubator essentially for the women or you're an impregnator for the men. And it just removes all humanity. Like once you, once you remove any interaction and that that's the problem is I think <clears throat> women and certainly some men as well are getting to the point where they want the government, not only to take away all the work that they have to do and, uh, eliminate or remove any responsibility they have in life to support themselves, but also the responsibility and obligations they would have traditionally to others. Because that to interact with other humans takes works. It takes time. You have to be friends. You have to go and you want the government to even do that. Well, then you have no interactions with other humans, certainly on a romantic level, a familial level. Maybe, maybe that's what girls want. I want everything paid for so I can drink wine with my BFFs. All right. But I don't know what kind of quality caliber person you're going to be and having the government do everything for you because without doing things yourself, you're an incredibly boring person. And I don't know who's going to want to hang out with you, nor would you want to hang out with other people who don't do anything either. Oh, yay, the government did everything for us. Well, okay, you're a plant, you're a rock. <clears throat> So I'm kind of curious. It's not that everything the government does for you erodes your humanity, but though there's an argument for that, but how far do you want that to go? I I get it. It it I'll, I'll never stop being shocked and appalled at a certain level. How few women actually want to raise their kids? <laughs> Just how few of you do. You want that thing? You want to be able to abort it? And, and by the way, pro-choice, you, you, uh, fine, I understand the circumstances, <clears throat> but you want to be able to abort it. You want to be able to outsource it. You don't want to raise it. You don't want to feed it. You, you probably want government clothing for the kids too. 
I I was just like, well, then what are you what are you alive for? Why even have the kid? Um, but I think they're going to want it as an entitlement, not a human right, because you have the right to get in vitro, right? No one can stop you. Uh, Drewski, five bucks. I have a Benchmade Model 85 butterfly knife and some crystal glasses. I hope my kids will never sell them. We'll write that down. You got to write that down. Here's the other thing. You got to tell these kids what it's worth. Like, I don't have any heirs. I got my, my nieces. And Lord knows if they're going to grow up to be deserving of any kind of estate. But when I go, you know, when I, you know, not when I die, but before I die, it's like, hey, the silver has value. Hey, the guns have value. That being said, when when I die, I'm I oh man, you you wish that you'd be in my estate because there's nothing to clean up. Like there's not there's no junk. I don't have boxes of crap they all gotta go through. There's no box. Everything's put away. And it'd be like, okay, everything here pretty much has value. Maybe not for everyone, but here's his Xbox. Here's his video games organized right over there. Here's his coin collection. <clears throat> Here's his Bucky hat. Here's his Ford hat. Here's his Bucky super cool hat. Here's some clothes. Uh, oh, I'd be picked over like, like in a nanosecond. People would be buying my crap immediately. Because it has value, but I don't, there's no, I don't have no figurines clogging up some space I rented over an antique store. I think all my stuff would, aside from furniture, I think all my stuff would fit into one of those little, oh yeah, the Star Wars arcade game, <clears throat> that wouldn't fit in there. Someone would, someone would buy that off me in half a second. Dr. Paradox, five bucks. Well, hey, welcome back, Doc. Five bucks because you said Paradox and the ears burn. <laughs> Cheers from Singapore. You're on vacation, USOB. Try to enjoy it. No, I'm done. I, I got back yesterday. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy we're doing this now, huh? Right, here we are, guys. Look at this. Look at this. I'm, I'm doing work. This is my job. And then uh, I'm going go to the, go to the gym, pick up the Rolo. Ro I'm in the guest room. Rolo crashed here a couple days ago, and he left the frick his ridiculous jacket. He's got this Michael Jackson thriller jacket, but it's white. Like, what the hell are you wearing? Uh, try enjoying it fresh and fit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go on fresh and fit uh, next Monday. What? Six days from now. I'll be down in Miami on fresh and fit, so you can tune in there. <clears throat> going to do money Monday. Got to go visit those boys. Make sure they're keeping their nose clean. Make sure those guys aren't sticking their ass, uh, dicks in each other's ass. My truth, five bucks. Uh, notice I said human, the burthen type, not gender right, because that might discriminate. The semi-productive type will bankroll it, <clears throat> even if they disagree. Uh, well, yeah, it, it's uh, all this wordplay is what leftists do to further divide the country and show, look, you so need us, because the people we said that weren't you are out to get you. <clears throat> uh, but yes, uh, human right. Women's rights. It's it's women. Women can have children. Men cannot. <laughs> Biological, I guess. I don't. It doesn't really bother me. Like if you want, okay, identify as whatever you want. I don't care. It's, it's not really hurting me. It's gonna hurt you. Ran into a guy's daughter, predictably seventeen years old. I'm non-binary. Okay, sure. Yes. Oh, we got an article about that. <clears throat> I'll get to that later. 
I, I don't, it's kind of one of those things. Oh my God. Can you believe these people are lying to themselves and, and are making bad decisions? Is this, this is my problem. Why? Like for those of you who like, don't have a chicken in the fight between Russia and Ukraine, probably prefer both of them stop killing each other because like they've never done anything to me, either of them. Like you feel bad for all the Ukrainians and Russians getting killed. Shouldn't you have the same kind of like, mm, I don't care. Good. You're, you're a female today and you'll be pansexual tomorrow. All right. Have fun. <laughs> I'm not going to hire you. <laughs> I'm not dating you. You don't even know what sexuality you're going to be tomorrow. I'm definitely not involving myself with you, but I'm not going to stop you from doing anything. I'm also like, look, you want to get the in vitro? You want to go have the kids? I'm even of the variety of a sadistic man where I'd be like, you want you want the government to pay for that? Let's get you as many kids as you want. Absolutely. <clears throat> Out of morbid curiosity where decisions are now decoupled and uh, delinked from the consequences, but only that's, those are the financial consequences. People only care about the financial consequences. Perfect example, having kids because you get more government welfare. But you're not delinked from the time investment of it, and it just absolutely destroys your life. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you should get that doctorate in theater. You should. You absolutely. You want your tits cut off? Absolutely. Here's some government money. Go do it. And people think I'm evil about it. I'm like, no, that's their choice. And I'm for once I'm aligning with the with the whatever, the non-binary, non-straight left. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, do it. You want the okay, let fine. Here's the money for the surgery. Go do it. But what of the children? Not my children. Parents aren't doing anything about the children. The world ain't perfect. I, you know, I feel bad for the kid, but it ain't my kid. The kid wants to do all right. Parents are not got, okay. <clears throat> I got other things to worry about. You're going to worry about that. And when like, you know, war and other places, you know, actual slavery going on. There's a lot more human violations or human pain and suffering going on. I don't, maybe I'm, I'm such a calloused person. I don't care. I'm like, oh, that'd be entertaining for me to watch later. Sure, go ahead. Now, yeah. you go, sweetheart. That's right. You don't need no man. And how dare men X, Y, and Z? And they're oh, they're just the most despicable patriarchal things ever. You know what would be best is if you sign up for two hundred thousand dollars worth of loans to get an undergrad in women's studies and then go to law school for another hundred fifty grand. I think that would be great. You should do that. You go, girl. <clears throat> And I'll tell you, I see it now. I see it now on the old face face page. I know one person. I can't say what. And she didn't do none of this man-hating or anything like that. It's just, but, man, she wouldn't give me the time of day. And, yeah, I did want to bang her. She was hot. Was. Was. She wouldn't spit in my face because I didn't make enough money. And she was no joke power player. She legit high-end profession. I saw a picture of her the other day. I'm like, oh, man, you you were walking along, minding your business, and then out of the blue-colored sky, flash, bam, alakazam, the wall jumped out and beat the ever-living shit out of you. 
she did not age well at all. She has aged poorly. Entertainment for me. I think you guys, and anyone who's sane, male or female, I think you got to <clears throat> appreciate that the entertainment you're going to get when you're older requires <clears throat> a payment and a price up front early on in suffering insanity a little bit. But if you can let go and enjoy the decline, buy my book, enjoy the decline, read it, talk about this a little bit, knowing full well the train wrecks, not the train wreck, the daily train wrecks that are going to happen in front of you from the people who more or less either at minimum rejected you and want nothing to do with you, which that's their right, you don't necessarily wish ill upon those people but it feels good a little bit of red oh i wasn't good enough for you oh i was not good i was not i was not good enough for you i see just uh one more question what's it like having wrinkly baggy eyes and that no man that you ever desired is going to touch your dried up who eyes one more question <clears throat> from okay so a little bit of uh what is that called when someone rejects you uh butthurt a little bit of butthurt all right to people who threaten your lives because you're trying to prevent them from ruining their lives, like, hey, don't do that socialist thing, who want you to be enslaved, and then they don't have any love, they don't have any, they're not good looking, they're out of shape, they're miserable, they're on drugs, they're on pot. They're like so, several of the many people I saw pooping in the streets in Oregon. <clears throat> it was great. You go by one day and People are sleeping in the sleeping bags. You go by the next day. I'm like, why is there a cleaning crew there? And you see the, the poop spots up against the wall. Poops right there, right up against the wall. I'm like, oh, they're washing the poop. I'm sure that's what all the, the Oregonians wanted to do. <clears throat> Enjoy that. What's it like being homeless, sleeping in the cold weather? It was cold and rainy weather. And you have made such poor decisions and hate my guts so much because I work for a living that you're now pooping in the streets up against the wall. I, I, I never wanted family. I never wanted kids. I did want to have <clears throat> kind of a 1940s where everyone was wearing fedoras and everyone was really classy and jazz clubs and a really posh American society. I wanted a dapper American society. I want everyone making a lot of money. Everyone being really cool intellectual. I never got that. So what I am going to get is an enjoyment of seeing the people who made that never become a reality, who prevented that, ruin the freaking lives. And it's happening, man. It's happening. And so you want in vitro? Here you go. <clears throat> you want that? Look, I need future clients. And I know you hate men and you want nothing to do with them. You dare wouldn't subject yourself to a man or stay-at-home mom because strong, independent, you go girl boss. Okay, here's your money. Spit out that kid. And Gen X will take care of the rest. He will search. How do I get the girl, sir? And he will end up at the doorstep of asshole consulting. And I will make... My then $50, by God, by golly, well-endowed Molly. <clears throat> and then Cappy never has to work in banking again. All right. Daniel Way, 10 bucks. Hearing you talk about antiques reminds me of that episode of Cowboy Bebop where Spike and Jet go foraging for a Betamax. But yeah, and then they find... 
they spoofed it, but they made fun of um, 90210. <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Swalu Blue. Hey, man, where have you been? How you doing? Two bucks. Why is Cappy talking about Walmart? No, I'm talking about antique stores. Antique stores. Which, by the way, you usually can find something cheaper at Walmart than an antique store if you just need a modern thing. <clears throat> My truth, five uh, generous bucks. Correct. Entitlement, but decreed by the government like Bill of Rights. Inalienable rights. I like this exer. He reads stuff, thinks, and bridges ideas. Yeah, entitlement. That's what you're talking about. <clears throat> we pretty much have the right to kind of do anything. There's, there's some limitations. Like, I'd like to have the right to kind of smoke in public if I'd like, you know, often and, and then have politeness and civility and etiquette and decorum, uh, uh, manners. Like I don't smoke by the kid in the stroller, uh, but we're, we're too immature of a society for that. But yeah, do, the, they are, and that's been a long, a long uh, play in their playbook for the left is confusing rights with entitlements. Like, uh, you, what was it? <clears throat> You can't be free if you're broke. It's like, that's not what freedom is. Freedom is preventing somebody from enslaving you. Get off your fat, lazy, Gen Z ass and go get a job. Sit down the pot, stop looking at the porn and go work. Then you'll have the money to do whatever you want. But see, that's just what pathetic, sad creatures, not Gen Z, not, not those, but, but every lazy sack of shit that wants entitlements, they just don't want to work. And then they, they make it like, you're, you're violating my rights. No, I'm not. I am not preventing you from doing anything. You are preventing yourself from doing anything. And the counter argument, which not the counter, the counter <clears throat> fact, the fact on that coin is you want to enslave other people to pay for your shit. You are a tyrant. You want to enslave people. You are a thief. You are evil, period. Not, not No moral discussion. No falloo. Technically, no such thing as evil. No, stealing other people's time and enslaving them is evil. Kind of like what the... University professors and admins do to all you good little college students. You got enslaved by leftists. It's the Republicans and it's the Donald Trump. We didn't take your money. Talk to all the Marxist socialist professors who did. <clears throat> uh... Vlad Elkham's in the house. Hey, Melinda. Oh, no, uh, that's a different Melinda. Different. I'm sorry. Miliad. Miliad. He's in the. I have a, a friend, Melinda. The Black Blur. Five bucks. Cappy, when are you going to buy a Lambo like fresh? I'm not. I'm going to have words with that boy. I'm going to have words. Talk about the, the values of buying property and IRAs and things. <clears throat> clearly you have the finances for it. Also, how does it feel? Also, how does it feel to be white? It feels the same. What is, felt like it did in, in 1981. It's the, it's the same. It gets a little annoying of everyone blaming me for their stupid choices because I'm not only my white, but I do have a penis and I'm straight. Not Christian though. Uh, but that, that gets a little annoying. But aside from it, it's it feels like it's being black or Hispanic or Asian, I'd imagine. You're just there. The only way you know you're white is if you do this. Oh, my God. What's that color on my hand? Otherwise, if you think about it, like if, if 
you know, unless you're walking, maybe out of your peripheral vision, you see your hand color. But maybe you see your nose a little bit. But usually, 99.999999% of everybody's experience is not filtering it through their their skin color. It's filtering it through their eyes. And I'd imagine it's the same. Like, you kind of like chocolate chip pancakes. You enjoy playing Star Wars. You want to watch the John Wick movie. I, I think it's all the same. But unless you go like, oh, my God, <clears throat> which I don't know. Everyone on the south side of Chicago seems to be doing this all the time. Everyone in university is like looking at the crotch. It's not really a penis. It's a vagina, at least today. Give me money. It's, uh, I don't know. It's boring. It's the same old, same old. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, CB, <clears throat> $10. I live in DC, was at a cop coffee shop Sunday. Boomer asked Gen Z barista for rake for the table. Gen Z said, why is it dirty? <laughs> Going back to what you said about entitlement. I, I did a video not too long ago <clears throat> where I reversed my decision. And for every young person out there, please listen. I implore you. I, I talked about how it was it was Rush Limbaugh who said it 25 years ago. Don't try until you're 35 because he was right. No one takes you seriously until you're older. You got a little bit of gray hair. We have never been in this type of weird labor market where such a high percentage of the younger generation and middle aged generations too, and and boomer. Every, so few people are working. Lowest labor force participation rate and technically not a recession. That you're starting to see it. You could see living wages. All that whining and bitching, complaining to fight for 15. It's like, you got it now. It was through natural economics. Um, I was talking to my buddy that I visited, and like, we didn't have this opportunity. We didn't have the opportunity to go trucking school for, well, we probably did, but it wasn't paying as much. <clears throat> and make yourself $70,000, $80,000 a year. We didn't have the uh, uh, railroads saying, we'll take you out of high school and train you. And make $80,000 a year. We didn't have that. You do have that now. And so, whereas in the past, I said, don't try until you're 35. I mean, do th you have to try, but you don't sell yourself to the corporate employer. Like, to prove yourself, you're a corporate man. That corporate man loyalty bullshit is gone. That's gone. Never. Right there to all you employers. F you. <clears throat> but right now, absolutely. Get yourself into the trick. Just go work two jobs. Live at home, as I've said many times before. Um, and it's because of Gen Z idiots like that. Young people like that don't want to work. Or if they do show up, they're like just mailing it in. Is it dirty? <laughs> and the boomers got to do it. Hey, boomer, guess what? You deserve that too. You know why? You raised that kid not to have that work ethic. Or maybe not won't be your kid, but I guarantee all the... Oh, man, can you imagine these boomers relying on the zillennials? to wipe their asses and manage a nursing home correctly? God, I hope you get the right drugs. No. What's wrong? Can't you breathe? Oh, I can't breathe. Not my problem. I'm just the doctor here. Swalu <laughs> uh, Blue, five bucks again. <clears throat> Have you been to Walmart lately? Everything behind glass counters, constant police presence, etc. It's depressing to be in like an antique store. Um, no, the Walmart I go to, um, they got out here in Vegas. There's not a lot of things locked behind the cases. I think every Vegas is a pretty well-behaved town. 
there's parts in the neighborhoods that aren't aren't nice. And the Walmart did close on the north side. But I mean, yeah, people in Walmart are fat and ugly, and it's a you get depressed about that. But no, usually people are for now, for now, they're behaving themselves. For whatever reason, Walgreens locks their deodorant behind the behind the case. I don't know why they do that, and that's in Henderson. But I, I, I don't know. We got everything. Did I catch up? That's it. That's it. That's it. Boom. Let me. Uh, where'd it go? Let's do the sponsors here. Uh, we are brought to you by. <clears throat> The Way of Monkey Book, Turf Flinging Monkey's book. Please go pick it up. The Modern Day Book on Stoicism. Recommend you all get that. Pushing Rubber Downhill, both the book and the podcast by Adam Piggott. It is a mandatory read for all you young men. It is the modern day hero's journey. One of the best books written uh, that I've read, but keep in mind, I don't read a lot of books. Uh, so go pick up Adam Piggott's book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Masculine Geeks, if you're bored and you want to listen to homoerotic Dungeons and Dragons playing in geekery, Tune in to Masculine Geeks. Uh, Seth Himes, <clears throat> InDemandCareers.com. Take a look at that. You can learn digital marketing. And uh, there's also the VeloWave electric bike. If you want to get an electric bike, because we're not going to have the people to generate the gas we need. Let me put that in the chat room. There you go. <laughs> get yourself a VeloWave electric bike. I have one, and I use it occasionally to go into town to see if I could steal free electricity so I can quasi pedal back. Um, it probably isn't good for me. I mean, the exercise is good for me, but it's, I'm not the ideal person to have it. If you live in a city and you want to cut down on your commuting, get it. Absolutely. The VeloWave. I have the Prado S model. Use discount code Aaron, <clears throat> and you could get, uh, I think it's 20% off. Um, also, if you... I know that link is going to get lost in the chat room. So email me if you want the link. I can send it to you. Daybydaycartoon.com by Chris Muir and financialsurvivalnetwork.com with Carrie Lutz. Friend over there. Do, 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 do. Why am I missing something else? Why do I feel I'm missing something else? Oh, yeah. The stuff link below. Link below, I have a link to the dad you never had for those of you who grew up without a father and you're relatively new, like if you've been tuning into the red pill stuff for a decade, you obviously don't need that. But if you're relatively new, you're young, you don't know why you shouldn't major in the liberal arts. Please go take that course, especially if you didn't have a dad, especially if you might've had a dad, but he was absent because him and your, your mom decided to outsource. Have you been outsourced to daycare? Were you outsourced to daycare? Then you need that class. Because your dad was a pussy and your mom didn't love you as much as she loved her career. Period. Full stop. 100% truth. No, there is no gray about it. <clears throat> um, so that's linked below. Also, achieving financial excellence for those of you interested in getting a start on your um, financial planning. You're like, oh, I can get out of debt. And how do I get the wherewithal to go and start saving up money? And what what's kind of a plan? Uh, that course is also linked below. Both of those, um, the dad you never had in achieving financial excellence, those are available on teachable.com, but the link as well. And if you can't find me, just search uh, the Clary School of Economic Philosophy on Teachable, <clears throat> and you will find it. Uh, let me get, there we go. Then what else? What do I have? Shoot. 
Oh, my uh, Amazon affiliate link is linked below. Um, so if you would kindly like, I want to help out Cappy, but I don't want to spend no money. Well, does Jeff Bezos, Bezos have a plan for you? It's called the Amazon affiliate link, which is linked below. If you click on that link first, so you copy it, save it, put it in your bookmark. Yes, you have to do this on a computer, not your phone, not the app. And if you buy all your Amazon stuff through that link first, you don't have to log in first. You just click on that link first. It remembers. Then you log in or you do your shopping. And it says, oh, you're ready to buy this? You say, yeah, I'm ready to buy this. And then you log in. It will still remember it came from my affiliate link. And I get roughly a 5% commission and cut off of your purchases. You don't pay anything more. Jeff Bezos and his ex-wife pay it. They pay me a 5% cut. And no, I don't see that you bought a glass dildo. All right? I don't see any of that. <clears throat> I don't know who you are. I just get a commission to cut going there. So if you could get into the good habit of buying all your Amazon purchases through my Amazon affiliate program, that would be great. And I forget what the other thing is down there. Um, scrolling down. I think I got everything. That's that. I just want to make sure I'm not missing any. Super chats here. There's the thing. There's that. That that. Boom boom boom. Uh, let me. Let's go here. Here's that article from the New York Post. <clears throat> and again, <laughs> God damn it, man. There is a special place in hell for child molesters, the people who talk in the theaters, and web developers who just can't have a web page load without. Blasting ad cum all over my face. Well, we got God. I just want to see the article. I'm like TJ Marnell at a masculine geeks meetup. Ah. <laughs> By the way, go to tjmartinell.com. He's, he's a good friend. Gen Z women are identifying as bisexual in unprecedented numbers. They're attention whoring. That's it. I know the New York Post is kind of, um, what's it called, tabloidy. I know it's clickbaity, but they're, they're just they're just attention whoring. They want value in society. They want to be popular without working. That's why you see all the liberal white women. Oh my God! I can't wait for the immigrants to come here. <clears throat> well, there's one moving in next door. Oh my God! Herman, sell the house. We have to leave Edina. I don't like those people. Wait, he's a, he's a doctor, but he's he's brown. I thought you like brown people more than you like your own husband. No, I just said that to be popular at college. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot liberal white women. I forgot your type. Yeah, that's what you do. <clears throat> Gen Z women are identified bisexual, but are they just following a trend? You have to ask. You have to ask. Last summer, Christine spotted a hickey on her then 15-year-old daughter's neck. That, by the way, the dad's not available for comment. When she asked where it came from, her teen turned bright red. That's when the girl confessed to dating a female classmate and came out to her mother as bisexual that week. Joining a trend which new data shows is making Gen Z women the most openly bisexual group in society. I really don't care about her sexuality, the mom told the Post. I mean, my sister is gay. I'm sure she is, too. I'm sure. Look, I feel bad for the legit not straight people to capture everyone and all the variants. 
I feel bad for you guys because now it's just prissy little girls, not even in the suburbs, just like girls in school and guys who are bored. They could just, oh, yeah, I'm totally whatever. Bi, gay, lesbian, straight, whatever. <clears throat> and you know they're posing. You know, and that's got to piss you guys off. <laughs> it's so degrading. It's like the Rachel Dolezal, you know, the gal who was white but claimed she was black because she permed her hair and took tanning pills. Turns out like 0% black blood or genetics in her. And here these people come and ah, I just want to point out to our non-straight <clears throat> uh, uh, listeners, okay, you tend to lean left a little bit. I'm a little libertarian. I want you to have all your free rights to be who you are. But you voted left, and look what came up. Now it's popular to LARP as you. Uh, but secretly, Christine couldn't help wondering, was her teenager living in one of California's most affluent cities and a freshman one of the state's top performing schools just following a trend? Yes. Yes. I... You could imagine, oh, daddy, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a warrior. I'm a wizard. Sure, you are a kid. Here's your stick. Go, go cast some spells there, Harry Potter. But if you're getting hickeys from girls, like you're actually participating in preliminary sexual acts or maybe actual sex, that's got to F with your head down the road. Like, cause if I really wasn't gay and I had a sword fight with a guy in high school, cause I wanted to be popular, that's going to scar you a little bit. Uh, is It is a wealthy community, and I think these kids have a lot of guilt about their environment. I definitely think in their mind it's super cool to be bi or gay for sure, Christine said. Yeah, don't, don't interject there, Christine. <clears throat> don't say, hey, you're being a hypocrite. Don't teach your daughter respect of other people, particularly bisexual people in this case, and uh, ethics and about not being a hypocrite or a liar. No, this is cool. She's just going. What are you, are you bragging? Do you like tell your girlfriends at the coffee shop? Oh my God, my daughter came out as bi. Oh, Karen. Can you guys see? Can you see where I'm like, let it happen. <clears throat> I want her to go as, have as much lesbian sex as possible. I want her to go tribbing or scissoring. And and doing it all, man. I wanted to do that. And then the day's gonna come. She go, really? But it'll be behind closed doors. And when she cries herself to sleep, she got mutilated face and purple hair. <clears throat> and no one stopped them. Uh, I question whether it's about being accepted because I think the pressure for these kids to fall into an oppressed category is so strong that they just want to be part of some group. And so here's an article, the total, uh, not straight by generation, 20%, 19.7% for generation Z, the millennials. Oh, you're no longer the most edgy millennials. Oh no. What are you going to do? Get a job. <clears throat> generation X 3.3 baby boomers, 2.7 silent 1.7. I'm going to, I'm going to go with generation X. That's where we kind of like, yeah, you could be gay. Yeah. Yeah. We won't pick on you no more. Cool. All right. Hey, now they're in. Sitcoms. All right. Want to get a beer? Sure. All right. <clears throat> Your teachers. Oh, you teachers are just so awesome. Why do you have two charts of the exact same? All right. 
Christine, who requested a pseudonym to be respected to respect her daughter's privacy, is not alone wondering why Gen Z women, those born after 1997, are coming out as bisexual in record numbers. Is this even a Scooby Doo mystery? Like, do we do we need to have the kid point out the emperor has no clothes here again? <clears throat> New analysis of the Census Bureau data reveals between 19 and 22 percent of women age 18 to 25 identify as bi. That makes them the main drive. Man, can you imagine? Remove the percentage of women that are actually bi from this poll. So what? Uh, uh, 16, 15 percent. So one seventh of women just outright stating they don't want to work for a living. That's what it is. They don't want to work for nothing. They are so afraid of labor and production and accomplishment <clears throat> and the calories of energy, both in terms of physical labor and thought that would go into becoming someone of value. They don't want to do that. And they'll just say, Oh my God, slap on a badge. I'm the totally buys now. OMG. Every young man, I'm pointing this out to you. There, I, this borders on not insanity, but not mentally healthy. I mean, it's lying. That's what it is. It's lying. But just so you boys know, like, just, just, it's not you. <laughs> it really isn't you. Now, if you're a fat piece of shit, yeah, it, it's also you. <clears throat> but when you run into these girls, like, oh, I'm totally bi or pan. I, do you know? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Hang on. Maybe you boys don't know. Why don't they know, Cappy? Because they probably don't have dads. And if they do have dads, they're ballish sacks of fuck nut wonders. So for you boys that actually believe when these teenage girls, or however old they are, 18 to 25 apparently, say, well, I'm buying. You believe it? You really do need the course link below, the dad you never had. So you can at least, can you imagine this? <clears throat> this poor young kid in college. Here's this girl giving us a little bit of interest because deep down inside she is straight and maybe she likes him. And he's like, oh, she might like what she's buying. Oh, okay, totally. Da, da, da. He like thinks he's going to get a threesome here, which by the way, Turd Flinging Monkey had a great interview with a guy who actually was legit going trans. Like he was going through the process and taking the drugs and everything. And they realized all these girls that were his allies and friends, they're just using him to be popular. They were the, he was their uh, bleep hag. If you remember that phrase from the, the olden days. But if they were going to sleep with it, oh yeah, I'm by, I'll sleep with anything. No, they would always go with the chats. They would never sleep with the girls. So can you just, <laughs> I didn't think, I talk about dating and sex and all that. Longest chapters, obvious, because it's the most complex topic. I don't think I talked about girls LARPing as bi. That didn't make it into the, like the main tenets, but apparently here we are. Boys, just focus on yourself, man. Just <laughs> that makes them a main driver of the shocking statistic from the Gallup poll last year that 19.7% of Gen Z is LBGT. The analysis by Dr. Gene Twenge, psychologist, not a not a real not a real degree, not a real profession. An author of the upcoming book, Generations, The Real Differences Between Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, and Silence. Or you could just get my book, How Not to Become a Millennial. There you go. <clears throat> and what they mean for America's future means that extrapolated across 68 million strong Gen Z, there are 7 million bisexual girls. No, there, there isn't. There isn't. There's maybe a million. 
million five and a bunch of posers, a bunch of liars and a bunch of inferior people, frankly. I understand if they're young and, you know, I was an inferior piece of crap when I was a teenager. But they're going down the path where the only thing of value is their sexuality, not whether they're an engineer, an accountant or a good person. <clears throat> and here's a picture of just just why are you alive, sweetheart? What's her name? Willow Smith, daughter of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Oh, no wonder you're miserable. Came out to her mother as bisexual at 19, as well as polyamorous as she has tattoos. Sure, dear. Okay, whatever you want. Dr. Twinge used the data and also which carries out regular surveys. That's more than one million people alive. Unlike the delineals, asked about sexuality over the course of the past decade. The percentage of Americans identifying doubled to 7.2, but bisexual identity has exploded to uh, just 6.9 millions of bisexual compared to 13.9 Gen Z. Boobity boobity bobbity boo. <clears throat> um, Riverdale actress Lily Reinhardt, 26 on the cusp, came out as bisexual in 2020. Uh, like <laughs> the way I look at the world right now, I'm like, isn't everyone bisexual? No, I don't like dick, and neither are you, sweetheart. Tell me you haven't landed an acting role in a while without telling me you haven't landed an acting role in a while. Ba 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 ba. Um, shift the, the change in attitude, opening the door. There's a quote in here. <clears throat> Just 66% of women of all ages report being predominantly not attracted to the same sex. And then 24% dual attraction. Suspicious that kids want to be something other than straight has gotten under the skin of some young members of the LGBT community. Here are your legit one. Here are the real people. I, <clears throat> there's this trend of straight girls and straight women basically being like, oh, men suck and girls are pretty. I wish I was bisexual. A queer Gen Z YouTuber said in a video entitled wannabe TikTok bisexuals need to stop. You're straight and you're just wishing you were part of the club. Like, shut up. She had she has every right to be pissed off. Absolutely every right. Absolutely. As someone who is in the club, this is so annoying and you should not be using your straight voice to drown out queer people. There you go. I all I can add to this, gentlemen, just get some more popcorn, get some more pop and get that extra butter, garlic butter. OK. I take that back. More popcorn, right? Circle. There's going to be more misery, right? These girls are faking it. Oh, man. You think the antidepressant use is high now in middle aged women? Woo! <laughs> Can't wait for for John Wick five, the antidepressant queen or Karen Wick. Um, get the popcorn, right? You get some butter, regular butter, right? Garlic salt, not garlic, but garlic salt. Man, gonna watch some, gonna watch some good self-inflicted. What's on? What's on television this week? More self-inflicted pain. Man, there's a lot of that. That's all that's on television. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. Do you want to watch the Black Ariel Disney? I don't. I want to watch pain. Pain. Oh, so much pain. So much pain. Now, keep telling me how I was a douchebag saying you shouldn't go down that road. I, I know, Patreon. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me more how I have privilege. Yes. Uh, 
Let me let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Delete all these. I don't know why I'm getting this. Uh, I don't need that notification. I know my flight is coming up. <clears throat> uh, this is from... Do you want me to keep anonymous? No, come on. Uh, I'll just say anonymously. Hello, Aaron. Please read this at your leisure. I felt compelled to tell you my story of how your work introduced me to the manosphere and helped me achieve a life worth living. I found your contact back in 2015 or 2016 with the video. See, that seems like yesterday to me with the video you made dealing with bad parents. It's funny to see that video is 10 years old now, but unfortunately it is still true. I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship. I was living with my mom and younger sister. My father had left seven years prior and eventually divorced my mom. <clears throat> I then became the de facto man of the house since I was of age to get a job. And that is what I did. I was working in retail and food service because that is basically all I could do in the place I'm at with a college degree. Once my sister turned 18, the child support ran out. My mom decided that the best way to save her ass was to get a job. Get some more uh, garlic salt for that popcorn, boys and girls was to move to another state to live with her friends who attempted to take care of her and get her to walk again. Holy cow, wait, whoa. <laughs> Man, all those soap operas and food, huh? My mom had more strokes than I can count or remember because she wasn't keeping her weight under control. She would then get kicked out three months later and relocate to yet another state with a different relative. During this time, she would lose her right leg now my mom is in a nursing home because her food, shelter, and medication take care of at the taxpayer's expense. All right. <clears throat> I know that's not right. And we all are enslaved to your mom. What kind of a life did she live? She got the entitlements, right? She got the entitlements as per, uh, uh, was that you, um, the king? Was that you? Did you point that out? Like entitlements? She is entitled to all this government money. Well, look where it got. It killed her. It, not only did it kill her, it ruined her life. It's like, here's all the free shit in the world. Mommy got to eat. Nom, 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 nom. <clears throat> and that's her life. That was her existence. Your grandparents effed. She came out. And her existence was one of strokes, obesity, misery, psychological illness, health, bad health. Oh. And, and okay, I'm paying for it. But man, that's good to see. It's good to see a thief like this getting what she deserves. Gotta have her ass wiped, right? Wow. That welfare sure is great, man. It's totally not like heroin and ruins your life. Absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> The day my mom flew out of a place, I packed my cheap car and relocated to be with a buddy in a different place. I've known this buddy since 2009, and he's like a dad I never had. He was the one giving me advice from the sidelines, but like most young men, I needed to get my teeth kicked in a few times to finally adopt his advice. Couldn't you just look at the wreck that your mother was and say, hey, she did the opposite of what that fat pig does. Once I moved down with my friend and his now ex-wife. <laughs> Guys, can you see for everyone? It, I have thousands of pages of books. Gosh. Hundreds of thousands of hours of videos, I think. Thousands of hours of videos. Tens of thousands of hours of videos. 
<clears throat> and there's the dad you never had course. That's that unto itself. It's just 12 hours. The four rules, guys. It's it's the universal rule of don't F up. Don't have more kids than you could afford. Don't major in dumb crap. Don't commit crime. Spend less than you make. I'm going to add to that. Don't get married. If you just all avoid these things, it's hard for you to screw up. It's really hard for you to screw up. And there's one thing I could convey. It's not like you got to work hard in engineering. It's it's literally just don't screw up. Does it take extra work? Might take a vasectomy, but but just don't screw up. <clears throat> um, um, I worked whatever job I could through labor ready, basically a day labor agency. I would go and work at one place, another place at the same time, and then moved out three months later and got my place with two other guys at a place. So you can't give me all this detail, dude, because with this detail, everyone would know who you are. Um, <clears throat> this is when my life started to take a turn for the better. I made new friends. I got into a D&D group with the same guys I lived with. I would get full time at one of my employment places as a as a as a guy as a title. I got into the best shape I had been in my life and lost sixty pounds. Okay, so you were fat and lazy, and now you're not anymore. How is that going? I was even able to take a, a trip to a foreign country a couple of years ago. At this point, I wanted to switch careers because I knew my body wouldn't be able to do the job I was doing for the rest of my life. So I got my CompTIA A plus certification in 2020. I had to learn a lot about how to effectively study since I was put in special education because of my stutter and having absences, absence seizures. <clears throat> Getting that cert on my A day after I got my job at a place doing tech support. I earned my stripes and learned a lot while I was there. After working for this firm for a full year and a half, I accepted a job at a different place as a field service agent. I look back at my life. I am thankful for the shit I've gone through. Yeah, it makes you appreciate what you got now, don't it? You know what I appreciate? Can you guess? Can you guys guess what Aaron appreciates? Food. <clears throat> and girls that have sex. I was beleaguered by a, a slew of, of girlfriends that were like, oh, we can date, but we can't have sex. Never accept that, Joan. I mean, middle school, fine, obviously. High school, maybe, too. Mm -mm. 18 and older? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I look back at my life and I'm thankful for the shit I've gone through. It has made me more resolute and stronger because of it. If I had to, I'd do it all over again. Right. And now you value life. See, instead of having entitlements and having the government pay for everything where you couldn't value anything, now you do value some. You value the Dungeons and Dragons game, I bet, because you can't do it all the time. It's rare. Too long, didn't read your videos, and my in-real-life mentor helped me escape the fate that was handed to me by my family and society. I'm now living my best life. Thank you. We'll keep you anonymous. And guess what, dude? You're living your life. You're not a cripple in a nursing home that's just tortured. It's almost... <clears throat> it's almost like that Japanese... No, not Japanese. It's the Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. Because if you think about it, what has ruined every group in the West, like the poorest groups of people, whether that happens to be black or female or just poverty in general, may you get all the government money you need because it will just F you up. It is 
It is the worst curse. Unearned money is the, and just to point out, it's not poor people. Have you ever seen trust fund kids? Have you seen Hillary Clinton? Have you seen Nancy Pelosi? Do these people look like happy people to you? Rich liberal white girls from the suburbs who had everything shoved up their ass a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? For money, huh? Huh? Do they seem happy to you? One in four women, white women over the age of 40, or is it 42? Like one in four of them are on antidepressants? Or maybe is it higher than that? I unearned money will ruin you and destroy you. You need money to cut genitalia off? Here's all the money in the world because you hate my guts because I'm oppressing you somehow. Because I'm the bad guy, right? According to what your teachers told you, I'm the bad guy. Because I got a penis and I'm white and I'm a Republican or a Libertarian and I'm straight. I'm the bad guy, huh? Here's all the money you need. Now go get as many surgeries as you want. Oh, let me pull out. That's what we're doing. Come on, Cappy. Stay focused. Stay focused, you slob. Uh, Oh. Dear Cappy, no need to keep me anonymous. I wrote to you last year to thank you for your advice. I'm one of the many men you've saved from a life of worthless existence as a school counselor and turned into uh, a um, tractor certified technician. Awesome. The dad you never had, guys. The dad you you don't have to wander for 15 years like a millennial to be in your 30s to start making 80 grand. You can make 80 grand by the time you're 2022. The course below, the dad you never had, because I know your father's never invested jack shit into you all. It's not even it's not even an investment. It's just telling you facts. Like, hey, here's how it works. Oh, really? Are these the rules to the game? Yes, these are the rules. Because my mom said I should just be sitting here and being a whiny feminist quantaha and demand entitlement so I can have my legs cut off because I watch soap operas all the day and lived off the government dole. I know that's what she said. I'm giving you something a little different. But, but what if I want to shit in the streets like Minneapolis and Portland and other, you know, wonderful leftist mar- Well, you can do that. Just follow the advice of your single mom and your teachers and professors. And by the way, do a lot of drugs and never take responsibility for everything. Okay, thanks. All right, I'll see you pooping in the streets down the road. Heroin, do the heroin. <clears throat> I want to tell you a story. It happened to me on April 15th, 2023. He's got the date tax day. Last Saturday, my best friend and I got together in his cottage in Worcestershire, England. Oh, you're a Brit. Uh, to clear a fallen tree on his property and chop it up into firewood. It was hard work with axes and a wheelbarrow. Well, we finally finished and stored the wood in the shed. When we came inside the house to get cleaned up, his wife had made us sandwiches and tea. And it got a fire going in the living room for us to sit down and relax a bit. Oh, my. What? Ladies, you got to send a hit team to go kill this woman. You can't have a woman making sandwiches and being nice. You got a Misha running on the loose. Be a good name of a book. Misha running on the loose. <clears throat> um. Gotten fire going. She even put on soothing music for us to enjoy while we ate our sandwiches and sipped our tea. We thanked her and sat down, and she said she'd be in the kitchen making her best spaghetti dinner for us hardworking boys. Most men would probably think 
this is this real life and pitch themselves to make sure they weren't dreaming. In my admittedly flawed estimation, this girl is one in 30,000. I maybe not that bad, but you're talking definitely one in one hundreds, several hundreds. She is an American girl born in the Bay Area of California, raised by a single mom. Okay, now she's one in 30,000. Went to art school, but paid off her tuition by working with her mother at a place. Left the United States and got married to my best friend at the age of 22. They've been married for six years now. And she's everything you expect an American girl not to be. She's sweet. Look, this is coming from the Brits, ladies. This is your reputation overseas. She's sweet, caring, attentive, cooks spectacular dishes, keeps the house clean, dotes on her husband, and is demure and humble. And on top of it all, she actually has interesting topics of conversation regarding how work on firms is done in post-production. Oh, well, that was her that was her job at one time. I never thought in my lifetime I would come across a classical Melanie Wilkes or June Cleaver housewife, but I did. I consider myself extremely lucky to have witnessed this invaluable feminine kindness before I die. Modern women have no idea just how much a kind feminine gesture can inspire a man to be productive and hardworking. Uh, toodles, and we'll keep you anonymous. Um, <clears throat> I think they do. You just got to understand, buddy, they don't want to. Sadly, however it is, again, competitors at best, enemies at worst, adversaries at worst. The, there is this basic programming they got now, which I would say runs against most of their genetic programming. But the new operating system they put on the old operating system is that you're the enemy and don't you dare do something nice for it is. How else would you explain the rarity of this behavior? Um, they do have an idea. They know. I mean, it's common sense. Let me ask you, would you want me to kick you in the shin or, uh, buy you a shot of whiskey? I don't need programming to know you would prefer to have a shot of whiskey bought for you than be kicked in the shin. And every woman out there knows that a man would prefer for her to be nice and make a sandwich than nag and be boss bitch or whatever. But they don't want, they are sentient human beings too. They don't want to do that, right? They, in a sad way, they want to kick you in the shin. <clears throat> Maybe not actually kick you in the shin, but metaphorically so that. But, um, yeah, I don't, you know, where have all the good men gone? Uh, this is from uh, Anonymous. Hi, Aaron. I work in a place in Illinois, and women still do kindness for men that they are not married to. The lady boss will stop in a famous donut shop in a place to get two dozen donuts for the three guys at our business to purely give thanks for doing a good job. Look at this nice lady over here. It's nice to hear this. It is nice to hear that ladies are nice every once in a while. And show her this. You know, tell her we we communally say thank you. Very nice of her. As a side note, talk to... Um, oh, as a side note, talk to the county employees when you get back to South Dakota about the carcass dump outside Sturgis. When I was there on my geology field trip in 1997, we came upon that site. Billions of maggots actually make a sound you can hear hundreds of feet away, and somehow they seal off the smell too. Man, I know what I'm doing for date night when we get back to South Dakota. Hey, babe, come on. We're going to... That's not... Penny. Is that Meade County? Or Sturgis County. It's one of the counties up there. Look for ice caves around streams on your hikes. We found one by a puff of freezing air and had lunch in a snowbank in late June. Granite boulders make for good insulation, preserve the heart of winter <clears throat> into the summer months. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. 
we do have a lot of the emails about a girl who did a nice thing for me. So it's, um, hi, Cappy. I'm 28 male. I was on the receiving end of a nice act from a strong boss babe last year. Last spring, I was shipped off to boot camp and was locked away with a bunch of children, teenagers, and early 20 year olds. It was a hostile environment, and letters from home mean a lot for morale. Friend from college, a uh, female, a STEM degree, who believe <clears throat> we can't have children because of climate change, wrote me a handwritten letter. It was a short letter that asked how I was doing and reminded me of a home and adventuring in uh, the place I used to live. I did not write her first. I wrote a message to one of my best friends who happens to boulder with Boss Babe, and she decided to write a quick letter to tag along with my friend's response. I've known this girl for years and this is low effort and this is low effort thing is the kindest act I've seen so far. She also bakes Christmas snacks for friends every year. That's the best I got. Well, it's the nice thing. I mean, I don't agree with her politically. And I obviously I think she's unaware of um <clears throat> Hang on. I think her politics blind her to what the rest of her team is doing. I don't mean women, but socialists left this pot, you know, replacing the individual with government. Um, I've known this girl for years, but used to go to church with this gal, but she left the church during the disease to worship at the altar of yes, slate queen and gender ideology. She was friends with an ex-girlfriend of mine. And I know she talked to the ex-girlfriend into breaking up with me because he's too masculine. <laughs> what? This is a confused woman. After a few years in the workforce, she's quitting her job and going on a backpacking trip at a place to find herself. Guess avoiding family and working for male bosses who don't care about her has led to some soul searching. But when Uncle Sam doesn't ship somewhere, I live pretty close to the Southern Command. I'll be looking for you the next time I go hiking or shooting in Vegas. Yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. Okay. Now, I got to delete all these. Got that. I got to delete that. I got to delete that. I can delete that. I just love cleaning up my email. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. Put in the trash. Pick the paper up. Put it in the trash. Boom, boom. Put the garlic salt on your popcorn. Boom, boom. All right. Do I <clears throat> let's get through the remaining super chats? I got a couple more things to talk about. Swalu. Okay, we got Swalu's uh, scrolling down. Uh did you know, man? Two Canadian bucks. A girl asked my buddy out and she's pregnant. <laughs> Hang on. Should men date pregnant women? See, again, we we need a we need bigger buckets, bigger buckets, a field of corn to pop the popcorn, and we need to get a, a C one thirty five airlift, a ton of garlic salt. Look how never telling women no leads to insanity. I know it's a, a small percent of the, of the population, but there are women out there who not only believe big is beautiful. But that you should date a pregnant woman. <clears throat> uh, is it okay to date a pregnant woman? If you're planning to date while you're pregnant, that's great. 
After all, a little known fact is that during pregnancy, there's a massive increase in blood supply, including blood flow to your genitals and makes anything sexual feel hot. <laughs> You'll do fine and likely have a lot of fun. Your guide to dating while pregnant from She Knows. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Gee, I can't imagine why men are. Where, where have all the good. This is. First, okay. Holly's Wolf. I got to know who she is. <clears throat> oh, she's pink. Holly's Wolf is a queer solo parent by choice. Smutty spoken word performer and trashy novelist. When her baby was born, she packed up the house and they drove around Australia for six months and a red polka dot teardrop camper. Someone's financing that. She blogs about it. Boop a doo, boop a doo. Okay, Holly's Wolf. I got to look up Holly. How many people does she have following her? Not that this is a competition. I just want to know. Does she make enough money to survive? <clears throat> Instagram. She has 236 followers. <laughs> Dude, I'm a guy and I got more than that. Oh, Holly's Wolf. Hey, ladies, you can live the exciting life like Holly. Twitter. Let's see if she got. Dr. Holly's Wolf. Oh, God. She doesn't even have. She doesn't have. Um, she doesn't have Twitter. Uh. <clears throat> Books by Holly's Wolf. Oh, Holly's Wolf, Amazon. Let's see how many great American novels or Australian novels you've written. Holly's Wolf, Mother's Sex and Sexuality ebook. Doctor Holly's Wolf, one rating, one, one, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> she is getting money from someone, not her. Is that it? Does she have more? Oh, she's the editor. I take that back. She's the editor. She has no books, no books, nothing. Okay. Um, it this is just shock. But some gals are gonna believe this. First of all, listen up. Just because you're knocked up doesn't mean you still can't play the field. Why? Why? Right? Responsibility consequences isn't it that meme the girl dodging accountability responsibility like ah, here we go <clears throat> some people date during pregnancy because they're hoping to find the one with whom to raise said child others are just really horny whatever your motivation bear in mind that having a baby puts an immense amount of pressure on even the most solid well-established relationships you're dangerously tired the baby cries and gets sick and cries again and you're like a lot of people, your sex drive completely vacates the building. The last thing you want to be dealing with on top of this is a fallout of a breakup. So unless you're open to taking that risk and starting a serious relationship during your pregnancy, it pays to be upfront in the very beginning that you're just looking for something casual. <clears throat> I remember I wrote on my Tinder profile, seven months pregnant, solo mom by choice, not looking for co-parent, just looking for some fun before the baby arrives. After all, no point, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if you're planning to date while you're pregnant, that's great. Blood flow, morning sickness, total mood killer. Pregnancy fetishes do exist. Yeah, from truly deranged and sick men. I'm not going to read this. 
I'm just not going to read. I just want to, aside from a OMG tabloid female magazine. <clears throat> healthy framework. This seems to be preventing itself as a, as a, you know, it's healthy framework. Can I still date if I'm pregnant? An actual answer. If you are single and pregnant, you've likely felt the stress of going on dates and meeting new people. I, how about, why are you on dates? Why? Why? You may think, should I tell him I'm pregnant? Oh, them. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute they put them? Should I tell him I'm pregnant? Will they think I'm chasing a daddy for my baby? Or maybe you're too unsure about things. But, 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 but. today we're going to address this question to give you our reasons as to why. <clears throat> there is not one. There is nothing wrong with you because you're pregnant. Well, not really, no. Um, pregnant singles have just as much right to get out there and date as anyone else. There is nothing wrong with continuing to seek out love and relationships while you're pregnant. We repeat, you are absolutely good to go and to get out there and date. Well, wow, you lying sacks of shit. You despicable horse. I'm not talking to the gals. That pray. I'm talking to you liars. Man, you, you, it's like, Bacteria and antibiotics. It just it doesn't mix. Responsibility and 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 accountability just don't mix, huh? <clears throat> you are not suddenly damaged goods. Yes, yes, you are, or anything like that, because you're bringing life into the world. Yes, there are going to be some people who don't want to date you because you're pregnant, and that's okay. That's their right. Yeah, damn right it is. But don't ever let any of them tell you something is wrong with you because you're pregnant. There's something wrong with you. No, there's nothing wrong because you're pregnant. There's something wrong with you that you're pregnant and dating. A lot wrong with you. There are plenty of people who are open to dating. So uh, serious people just don't care. Statistics about dating while pregnant. Okay. 40% uh, of all 2019 births in the United States are to unmarried women. 86% <clears throat> of single parent pregnant women think they will be judged on a date for being pregnant. No, it should be 100%. Uh, before I I don't care who wrote this. What joke of a human being wrote this? Heather, healthy framework written by healthy framework team. What is the healthy framework team? <clears throat> oh, they're in Las Vegas. I'd love to meet these ladies in public or person. Delivers a wide variety, has been in the industry for six years since 2007, produced nearly 1,000 pieces of information, uplifting, and helpful content. Who are these people? Oh, my God. Look at this guy. Jason Lee, Chief Information Officer. Bachelor's of Science and Business Management Leadership Training, U.S. Army Officer Candidate School. Wow. Wow, this guy is an army veteran. Wow. These are guys. Matthew J. Are you guys doing Operation Evil? Matthew J. Seymour, MSF, lead editor for dating finance sector. Masters of Bachelor of Science and Finance. <clears throat> Masters of Science and Finance. Dating coach 20 to 70. You guys are doing Operation Evil. Holy shit. Look at you guys. Notice, ladies and gentlemen, he majored in finance and now he's a dating coach. I just want to point out just how bad finance degrees are. Juliana Marie, contributing editor and content strategist. Guys, 
This is not a real job. This isn't a real thing. This is a this is a website. Bachelors of Fine Arts, Wellness, Sex, and Relationship, Health, and Women's Activism. Juliana Marie. Ba, 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 ba. I just want to see what, what funny, zany, wacky stuff she does in her private life. Currently daylights as an associate editor at her campus, the number one media portfolio for college-age women that makes no money, overseeing the ver wellness vertical. Her contributions to HC have received record-breaking traffic numbers. She works alongside national editorial team. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. She works at As If Magazine and now Magazine LA and wrote for... Okay, so she's not making any money. Morgan Blair. Oh, eesh. Uh, art therapy, clinical mentally health counseling, contributing writer for psychology today, licensed professional counselor, certified. I would not listen to a word this woman says. <clears throat> Written on topics pertaining to eating disorders, mental health, and psychology. Your articles can be found in major publications, including Psychology, Psychology Today and Race Times magazines. Is there actually a, a thing on race? Like not car racing, which would be fun, but the color of your skin? Is that yeah? Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Let, let's see. Uh, south Rainbow Road. All right. They're on the south side of town over on the west. I gotta see how many Twitter followers this 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 fine established periodical has. <clears throat> they have twelve followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you worthless sack of shits! Oh, you're all jokes. All of you are jokes. I'm glad you all have advanced degrees and you pissed away your time and you're all feeling miserably. You laughably stupid human beings. All right, ladies. All right. Date while you're pregnant. You can, you can, guys, look it up. Health, wellness. What? I forgot. I forgot it already. I forgot it already. Um, <clears throat> Let me go to the other. Gee whiz. Honest to God. Okay, that's cleaned up. Let me go to my other email. We'll clean this up. <clears throat> um, he paid for the video response. Uh, this guy just sent me a lengthy article. I'm like, uh. Of course, property overseas life. Uh, here's another one. <clears throat> Hi, Cappy. I'll share a few nice things from modern women. What mo a few nice th things some modern women have done to me. Like how it's two. Let me get this back over there. And there we are. <clears throat> At my warehouse job, I've had two different women cook me food and bring it in for me. Unfortunately, one was fat, single mom, and the other had BPD. Still counts. I, I'm not, it doesn't have to be sexual. I just, I am trying to get a pulse because data is somewhat, well, it's always problematic, but it's not complete and total. I'm going and just doing an informal poll just to get a better pulse, have more data. Like, do girls do nice things for guys anymore? And and they do, and I'm glad to see it, but it's, but you guys always finish off, well, and that was 10 years ago. And that was the only time anything nice to ba 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 ba. 
Uh, I've had one girl buy me a cigar on a night out. I've had another girl buy me drinks at a bar and lounge. My boss, who is female, used to put extra hours on my check. Well, that's nice of her. A couple of times I've had chasers give me stuff for free. What's a cashiers? Cashiers? I've been told I look like Ryan Gosling. Okay, yeah, that's... You're a 10 uh, by multiple people, not just women. So I don't know if that skews your data. It does skew the data, sir. It does skew the data. If you're exceptionally, look, I'm not saying women got to do nice things for truly horrendous looking men. I'm just talking like what I like about it is the humanity aspect where there's no sexuality involved. They're not doing it like to impress you, although that's fine. If they want to get with you, that that's okay too. But you know, the guy whose boss bought them donuts and said, really appreciate you. Whoa. Whoa. All right. So that's that. That's good. Can delete that one. Oh, I love deleting emails. I love deleting emails. <clears throat> Can delete that one. Boom. Oh, that feels so good. Feels so good. Better than sex. Not really, but you guys know what I'm saying. Hey, I just saw your video from five months ago about seeking. They removed the arrangement. And prohibited terms like PPM for legal reasons. I don't know what PPM is. They don't want to get shut down, and they're trying to keep it classy, but it's still very much a transactional site. The girls refer to money as an allowance or a gift, but it's the exact same thing. Well, of course, it's always been. What the F is a diamond ring, and here's all the money in our house and the car? Like I said before, in the course, link below, which you can also find on teachable.com, the dad you never had. I say, and I quote, <clears throat> when you buy, take your hard-earned money, and you buy things and give it to a girl, that is love. When you take your girl, when you take your girl, when you take your money and you give it to her and she has sex with you, that's prostitution and that's bad. Barter for sex is love. Paying cash for sex, that's bad. And I always wondered, what about gift certificates? Like, that's that nice. Is Would you admit? Because, okay, sit down Get your sitting down chairs. Fetch your fainting salts and get your fainting couch, Beauregard. <clears throat> it's all prostitution. All of it. Have I had women that voluntarily had sex with me and did not require a dinner or barter or anything? Yes. Are there independent who are actually strong and independent who like you and want to? Absolutely. But for most of human history, more modernly, less so. Fairness. There are independent women out there. <clears throat> it has all been prostitution. We paint this very thin layer of paint over it because it's barter and say, oh, that's love. See, we had a ceremony and he gave her a ring. All right. And then we, and, and, and he bought a house. He paid for food. He gave her everything. He got her a brand new car and paid it off for student loan. But that's love. But if you ever gave the woman money, oh, shame on you, Mr. Can't Get His Dick Wet. And then the ultimate thing I love the most is in comes the divorce. And what's it about? Oh, the money. But they're not whores. And the men are not Johns. Men are studs and alphas and chads because they got the trophy wife, bro. And she is strong and independent. You're all whores and you're all Johns. All of you. And you men are whores too because you do things for money that you don't want to do. Like work. <clears throat> we're all whores and John. What would a woman John be? What 
What do women have to pay for that they don't want to do? What do women pay for that they don't want to do? I have to, or that they want. What do women? I I guess. I guess handbags. I don't. I don't. I think the analogy falls apart there. You know the problems of having a a unidirectional sex drive. Uh, <clears throat> I but I still want to know about the gift cards. Here's here's ten thousand dollars in Walmart gift cards. You're my girl for the next year. No, no, it's not. It's not prostitution. She she needs golf balls or pillows, whatever they got over at Walmart. She needs a a, a, a croquet set. Uh, girls refer to money and allowance. The nice thing about it is that the girls on there are not pros who see 10 dudes a night, but normal girls who choose who they want to have sex with. So it is more like Bumble or Tinder, but more honest and without all the BS and awkwardness. And instead of spending the money in a fancy restaurant, you just give them cash directly. Okay, I... <clears throat> I don't care. I'm not criticizing the transactional nature that the sexes have had with each other since the beginning of time. It is what it is. I did the, if I recall this correctly, a guy said it's rapidly becoming a dating site and the girls are becoming more choosy. And we've always said you need to be good looking. There's no doubt about that. You have to be good looking. Um, I first tried it after, and let's let's be honest. This is more honest. I think this is a good quasi dating slash prostitution site, <clears throat> where obviously it's more implied. Like, yeah, we're going to have sex, but okay, we could date because that's men's honest intention. Gals, just so you know, most of us don't want to get to know you. I'll be perfectly honest because we don't. I mean, yeah, we want to get to know you. Maybe we get married to you, but in one hundred percent of the instances, a guy's asking you out. Oh, it's because he wants to have sex with you at minimum. Many a times they'd like to see if it evolve into another relationship, but yeah, we we want to have sex. So I think this is just more front uh, upfront and honest. Uh, I first tried it after dating a girl three times. The first oh, I remember this now. <clears throat> the first date was seven and a half hours long. The second, drinks at a bar and a three hour movie. And the third date was me at her apartment cooking for her. Took me half a day to buy all the ingredients. Oh, you foolish! That is. That's three full days of work, 24 hours, huh? Then we got to the sofa. I put my hand on her leg, and she said I was taking things too quick, quickly. Bye. Goodbye. That's what I'm saying. This is where seeking, not seeking arrangements, not any, seeking's more honest. Um, <clears throat> then we got to the sofa. After that experience, I thought, fuck it, and decided to try Seeking arrangement in Jesus. It changed my life. <laughs> An odd combination. Young hot girls just show up at my place. And because I'm good looking, funny, and pretty good at it, There you go. You have you got it. You got the goods. They're having a good time. And it almost always feels like a regular hookup. I had some of the best sexual experiences in my life from the site. And two mind-blowing threesomes that were so intense I had trouble functioning the next day. Uh, yeah, it's starting to sound like good story, bro. I have a rule of only meeting a chick once unless it's a super good experience, and I never take them out for drinks or dates. I occasionally go on bubble dates to remind myself of all awful dating is. It really changed my life for the better. My only other thought about it is that I'm thinking of buying a tape recorder recording all the encounters in case someone flips out on me and shows up the next day with the police. The world is so crazy and effed up that you can just never know. 
Uh, a chick can ask you to slap her tits and face, and then the next day says she wants 250K or else she's reporting you to the police for a uh, forcible bedroom, not fun time. Better safe than sorry. Not a request, just want to update about don't hate me. Cheers. Don't hate you. Happy to see you're having fun. <clears throat> yeah. Are most of the girls going to falsely accuse you of something? No. Will a girl? Yeah. And it only takes one. World we're in now, guys. The world we're in now. Uh, going around that. Hi, Cappy. I consider my sister a unicorn, and I'm not entirely sure if this is a, if the story qualifies. About 15 years ago, she worked in the movie theater during high school. Then, whenever she came back from college, and a good movie was on, we planned to go to during her old shift and brought in a fresh batch of brownies to her friends and favorite manager who is a slightly effeminate man. It provides color to the story. <clears throat> this happened two to three times that I know of. We grew up in upper middle-class suburb uh, to completely Americanized Chinese Republican boomer parents. She's a devout Christian and works in the hospital now. It, okay. Asian parents, if they, that's old school America, discipline, math, work ethic. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, nice, sweet. That's very nice. Very nice girl. Give her a hug for us all. I should say that y'all got to give these ladies hugs unless it's at a point of work because then you'll get in trouble. So tell her thank you from all of us. But you can hug your sister. That's fine. Did I get them all? Did I get them all? Oh, we got them all. We got them all. I don't know what happened. I think when tax season ended, I just got slammed with asshole consulting. I got a ton of requests and all that to do. All right, <clears throat> let's go to the super chats. My ass cheeks are far, starting to fall asleep. Oh, you don't see it. I got a very uncomfy fold-out chair here. Did you know, man, two bucks. A girl asked my buddy out, is she, and she's pregnant. Oh, what the F? Oh, okay, yeah, that's the one we did before. <clears throat> she's looking for his money. No, not money. That would be prostitution. She is looking for him to pay for things. That's love. My truth, two hundred, uh, two bucks. Laughing out loud, Karen Wick. You heard it here for yeah, Karen Wick. I don't know. She goes on different adventures and whines and complains all the time. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Did you know, Mad Two Bucks again? False grape. When Frodo doesn't get the ring, what? I don't get it. What Lord of the Rings? Frodo doesn't get the ring. <clears throat> oh, you lost me. I'm not that quick on the draw here. Wisco Nomad, our agent in Wisconsin, two bucks. Is it weird when grown adults wear sports jerseys? It's that's not weird. That's normal. It's sad. It's pathetic. It's like getting fat. It's like getting divorced. It's like dating while you're pregnant, but way more common than that. Yeah, adults adults wear sports jerseys. That's very common. So by definition, is not weird. It's stupid. <clears throat> it's a pissing away of at least a hundred bucks. It tells me immediately that guy ain't got no life. And I don't know why he's alive. He should have made better choices. That guy, that guy is a slave. That guy could take advantage of that guy is probably busting his ass off. So he goes and he pays the payments on an $80,000 pickup with truck nuts. But it's not weird. It's sad. It's a sad statement. Oh, you're really excited about that guy half your age who does the thing really well. Boy, I need heroes like that too. 
Wisco Nomad, two bucks. Why are women obsessed with Morgan Wallen? Who's Morgan Wallen? Let's look at Morgan Wallen. I don't know who Morgan Wallen is. <clears throat> is he a singer? He's a singer. He's he's famous. That's why he sings. Morgan Wallen, American country music singer and songwriter, completed his sixth season of The Voice. Okay, here here's the shorter version. They like him because they were told to like him. Okay, that's why. That's why. If I look at an image of him, is he a handsome fellow? He kind of looks all right. Oh, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. <clears throat> what do you mean? This guy sings. He's handsome. I mean, he's got a mullet, but yeah. What, what, what don't you get about girls liking this guy? Caught up, caught up, caught up. Am I caught up? Can't be caught up. Wholesome DJ Aftershock for five generous dollars. Can't be still got to admit the crazy Asian billionaire heiress exhibit. <laughs> God, I'll never forget that. She was pretty good in bed, but can't be still got to admit the crazy Asian billionaire heiress ex of his is the one that he considers got away. No, it is not. No, it is not. <laughs> Both romantically and physically. It's interesting. Um, there was the one girl. Of course, there's always the girl that got away. And there was the one. But then I found out something about her later. I'm like, what? Really? <clears throat> and you'd, I, I can't imagine because it's one of those things like only an increasing percentage of people get STDs, right? The percentage of people that don't have an STD dwindles because as in an infinite timeline, everyone would get one, right? So in an infinite timeline, through the grapevine, you're going to find out things about people in your past, whatever, girlfriend, but it doesn't matter, coworkers. You'd be like, wait a minute, really? Oh, maybe I didn't do too bad. <laughs> Wish I had known before. Um, But yes, the... uh. Super hot, super psycho, crazy hot Asian girl who got fat, by the way, and married herself a nice, nice, white, pasty, fat, pudgy, stupid, dumbass engineer white boy. Oh, the yellow pone. She totally is going to go out with my fat, pasty, Pillsbury Doughboy ass because I'm a nice guy and that's nothing to do with money. Although it brings up a very interesting question. Did her family cut her off? Mom did her mom did not like white boys. <clears throat> no, it was it was only Asians for her. And I'm sure only only ethnically Chinese Asians. You couldn't be Thai or or Malaysian or whatever, Japanese. I'm sure the, the um, surprising amount of hatred between the various Asian races is surprising. Um, <clears throat> but she did not like white boys. So maybe she's being a rebel dating a white guy. Ooh. <clears throat> I should ask my buddy whatever happened to her. I bet you she got divorced, but she got fat. So fat I didn't recognize her. <laughs> uh, but hey now, Cappy, wouldn't her life have been different if they were with you? No, because what okay. That would require me to tolerate the temper tantrums and the drama and the bullshit, which I just wasn't going to do. I wasn't as seasoned or experienced or wise as I am now, but I knew if, like, I dated a girl who was bipolar before. I'm like, nope, out, gone, mm -mm, get, gone. So it wouldn't have happened anyway. But if I stuck it out with her, how it would have ended with me with a bullet in my head? There'd be no way I'd tolerate it. 
All right, that's it. <clears throat> I think we're all caught up. I missed the um, Good Morning Corona Chan prayer the last time, so let's go over that. Everyone bow your heads in prayer. Dear great merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for, to value life. Acknowledge truth and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who riot for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh, great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and a near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. <clears throat> Any more super chats? No more. Uh, oh, darn it. Damn it, more money. This cursed money. <clears throat> Wisco Nomad, two bucks. Hit how modern society thinks STDs aren't shameful. I Just let him, let him grab more popcorn, man. The garlic salt is over there. Just had an and an oil tanker of it come in. Just look, let them go have their STDs. All right, let them infect other people. Let them live with it. Let them lie to their face. I'm proud. It itches. <laughs> That's it. See you guys later, toodles.